Welcome to the Steve Travelly Show on demand. Don't forget to follow this show so you never miss a minute. In Jersey, Tuesday night in New Jersey. You and me till 11 o'clock tonight, the way it should be. Steve Trebleese hanging out. Uh, so much to talk about tonight. It's going to be fun tonight. Uh, Bruce Springsteen for kids. we got to talk about that. I don't know. Is Bruce Springsteen's music the kind you want to play for kids? Uh, we'll talk about that. Eddie Test is going to be calling in later. He's going to be the guy playing the Bruce Springsteen music. Uh, Eddie coming off the Hey, I'm from Freehold 2 show, which was really great on Friday night. I got to be there and bring him on stage. and A good time was had by all. Uh, 40th anniversary of the MASH finale. We'll talk about that. Uh... What I want to start this off with, though, uh, remember last night we talked about uh, baby bonds, you know, I want my baby bond, baby bond, baby bonds. Cory Booker wants to give every newborn $1,000 because we're made that way. Uh, how about President Biden? You get tuition paid and you get tuition paid and you get tuition paid doing his Oprah impersonation. Uh, it's not going to be easy, though. You know, President Biden's student loan relief program uh, getting a little uh, little challenge in the Supreme Court. The justices are questioning President Biden's student loan debt relief. This was, was happening today. It would cancel $430 billion in student debt for about 40 million borrowers. And where are you on this? Uh, you know, oh, wow, we get something for free. No, you don't. Somebody's going to pay for this. You know who that's going to be. Uh, that would be you and me. Uh, college tuition probably go up because now kids got more money to spend. Uh, but what, what I don't get about it, among the many things I don't get about it, uh, why is it the government's job to send your kid to college? Or why is it your government's job to put you through college? Why does the government have to interfere with college? That's your job, right? And you made the decision to go to college. You knew what you were getting into. I don't even know if it works out. I got a list of uh, 10 careers that uh, suck in the first five years after your college degree. And we could talk about that and put that up against what it costs, you know, to borrow money to go to college. But if you borrow the money to go to college, should you be responsible to pay it back? 1-800-283-101.5. If the Biden plan was to go through, colleges would raise tuition because the students will have more borrowing power. They'll be able to pay for school. Colleges know that. And uh, they'll be able to raise tuitions, which are already out of control. Average cost of college, four years, from uh, 1996 to 2000, was about $2,100 per year. That's up 204% is what it is right now. From 1995 to 2001, from the National Center of Education Services, for a fi- private school, figure about 46,000 a year to go to college. 
1995, federal student loan balance was $187 billion. Now it's $1.6 trillion. 1-800-283-101.5. So how do you feel about the student debt relief program? Should we be forgiving the debts of student loans? The program forgives $10,000 of debt held by the federal government for individuals who make less than $125,000. It also forgives $10,000 of debt for couples that make less than $250,000. And it forgives up to $20,000 of debt held by Pell Grant holders who are mostly lower income borrowers. So where are you on this? 1-800-283-101.5. Some questions here. Now, what about the people who paid their student loans? They don't get anything. They just have the disadvantage of being in the wrong place at the wrong time. It makes no sense to me. How about this? If the government really wants to help make college tuition affordable, then go into the colleges and with a fine tooth comb, go in there and trim the fat. Go in there and find ways to make college cheaper. That's the move. You know, this government just feels they, they, the more, they were so stupid that the more they just throw at us, I'll give you $1,000 for being born, and we'll pay your tuition, and we'll give you this, and we'll give you that. And like, we're morons going, oh, good, we got free stuff. Yeah, this is, this is my government. What the hell are we building? What kind of message are we sending? People are going to believe they can do what they want and the government is going to pull them out of it, going to back them up. The government is putting us in a hole bigger and bigger every day. So 1-800-283-101.5. How do you feel about student uh, debt relief? What did you do to put yourself through college? And was it worth it in the end? Muhammad is in Thomas River on New Jersey 101.5. Hey, Muhammad. Hey, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing great, thank you. What are you thinking? Um, so, I really don't think that the program is a good idea. I think that they should think of something else, like maybe getting rid of the interest instead. Because if you owe a hundred grand and they take ten thousand away, it's really not that big of a deal. And with interest rates going up. You're going to be paying that money in other ways, so it makes no sense to me. You're not even going to see it. You know, you're not even going to see it, but they get to pat themselves on the bat, take a victory lap. But again, if you really want to make college affordable, make college affordable. Exactly. Yeah, go into the books. Get a job at a a restaurant and pay off your bills. I did it. My wife did it. Well, you know, it's a great way to make it happen. It's what's said about this is it's not the people's fault if somebody wants to throw free stuff at them. But, you know, we need to, yeah, we need to not throw free stuff at him so that people learn to stand on their own two feet like you're doing and your wife. You're 100 percent right. You're 100 percent correct. Got it, pal. Thanks for calling New Jersey 101.5. We've got April and Echo on New Jersey 101.5. Hi, April. Hi, how are you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm fine. So I'm really angered about this because my husband is a teacher, right. retired, and I'm a legal secretary, and my my sons went to Cornell, Syracuse, and Columbia University, and we paid their student loans. Actually, my youngest son will have them paid off this year, and we didn't go on vacation, and I knew 
what it was when I signed on that dotted line. When they signed on the dotted line, we knew the debt. Right. And all of these people knew the debt when they signed on that dotted line. And now they want something for free. Do we take back their diplomas because they don't feel like paying their student loans back that they knew what the debt was? But how much? But you see, again, I don't blame the people. If people want to give you something for nothing, you're going to be like, sure. I blame the government for even coming up with this idea. We're going to be heroes. We're going to forget. We're going to get debt relief. But in the end, you know, it's not fair and it's not going to work out right. It's going to make things worse. As opposed to, we're going to go into colleges. We're going to, we're going to, you know, school by school if we have to. We're going to pass legislation that they can't charge you. They can't overcharge you. We're going to find out where the fat is. We're going to eliminate that. They're going to have to clear it with us before they pass the cost along to you. And they can do the same thing in the healthcare industry where, where you're paying $89 for an aspirin in some cases. They could find it, but they don't want to do that. You know, that, that messes with their money. Instead, you know, we're going to do this. It's, it's ridiculous. April, thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. 1-800-283-101.5. Your thoughts. Supreme Court justices. They ain't buying this crap. They're questioning President Biden's student loan debt relief, uh, which would cancel $430 billion in student debt for about 40 million borrowers. How do you feel about it? You on board? 1-800-283-101.5. Do you know anyone who's being held back from what they want or need to do because they had to stop doing things altogether because of pain? Have you heard someone say, I don't do that anymore, or I can't because of my hip, knee, foot, back, etc.? If pain is holding you back, you can do something about it. You need to go to Trinity Rehab. Does this sound familiar to you? I went to the doctor, doctor and they gave me muscle relaxers and pain pills, told me to follow up in a week. Well, Trinity Rehab is unlike any place you have ever tried. No prescription needed, same-day appointments, fast results. Trinity Rehab actually fixes the pain instead of masking it. Call Trinity Rehab at 800-518-0977 or go to trinity-rehab.com. Be sure to ask about their EPAT therapy. It's cutting-edge acoustic pressure wave therapy that breaks up scar tissue, enhances healing, frees you from pain fast. In fact, most patients see results in three to five-minute sessions. And no prescription is needed to get started. Trinity Rehab has dozens of locations in New Jersey and Pennsylvania like their newest ones in Woodbridge, Flemington, Thomas River, and Wall. So you know there's one near you. For more details, visit trinity-rehab.com. That's trinity-rehab.com. Here's New Jersey 101.5 Fast Traffic. 100-283-101.5, Steve Trevelisse. Are you in favor of President Biden's college student debt relief program? You want to get the uh, student loans forgiven? 1-800-283-101.5. Good idea or a bad idea? He's getting blowback from the Supreme Court justices. They're questioning. Let's talk to uh, Thomas is in Lawrenceville on New Jersey 101.5. Hey, Thomas. Hey, Steve. How you doing, man? Good. How about you? I'm, I'm all right. I'm all right. You know, I give it an A for awful. An A for awful. Awful. A for awful. All right. I, you know what? I uh, I was fortunate. You know, I mean, I, I had a, a, a college scholarship to play baseball, right. and it lasted for two years. And um, then my mother passed away, and uh, you know, everything went south after that. But you know what? Guess what? I put myself through college after that, and you know what? I just think it's awful. There's a certain amount of satisfaction you get 
when you put yeah, yourself you know, through I, college. Steve, I did it myself. Yeah. Man. You know what? If you don't do things for yourself, you're not going to appreciate it. All right? I don't, you know, hey, God bless the parents that put their children through college. But guess what? You know, I did it myself, man. Yeah. And, you know, you should be applauded. What, what position did you play? Baseball. I pitched. Nice. Oh, man. And you had a baseball scholarship started. Loyola College down in Baltimore. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know what? And Trenton, too. And Trenton State College. So, mm-hmm. you know. So you got your degree? Yeah. Of course I got that. How did it work out for you? What are you hey. doing? Hey. I'm all right. Was you know? it was it worth it in the end? Navy after that, you know, Navy paid for my college, my uh, law school degree. So you know what? Hey, you know what? Guess what? Right. Everything's fine. You know what? Guess what? That's what's important. Cool. Yeah, that's what's important. Thanks for the call, Thomas, to New Jersey 101.5, 1-800-283-101.5. How do you feel about uh, President Biden's college student debt relief program? What did you do? To put yourself through college or put your sons and daughters through college or put your parents through college. Hoagie is in West Hampton on New Jersey 101.5. Hey, Hoagie. Hey, what's up? How you doing today? Do they call you sub in North Jersey? <laughs> nah, they just call me Hoagie in South Jersey. Hoagie in South Jersey. All right, my friend. So now what are you thinking about this? What did you do to put yourself through college? I joined the military. Smart move. 20 plus years. To get my college. You did 20 years in the military? Thank you. Thank you. Uh, that's my job. That's what I chose to do. Yeah. Now, what did you do in the military? But I appreciate it. I did logistics. Uh-huh. Did you like it? How did it work out for you? I liked it so much that I kept doing it when I retired. There you go. And how? And you know what? And yeah, you're 41, so you retired really young, and they really take care of you in the military. Technically, uh, I'm not retired yet because I uh, was in the National Guard. Right. I can't collect until uh, the retirement age. That's how it works with the National Guard. What's the retirement age? 60. Okay. But you know you got it waiting for you. I do. Again, and, you know, I get my disability and I utilize my... Montgomery or my post 9-11 GI Bill. I gave it to my wife. I gave it to my kids. You know, that, that's what I had to do to get college. You know, everybody has to pay a price, I believe, if they want to. I don't understand why the government wants you to believe that you don't have to pay a price. Why you should believe you're entitled to stuff. I don't understand it either. I mean, to me, it looks like he's trying to buy votes. Uh, that's all they seem to be doing. You know, and the only way they got to buy votes is to just keep handing out checks or just keep handing out money. Hoagie, thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. Joe's in Patterson on New Jersey 101.5. Hey, Joe. Hey, Steve. uh, Great subject matter. Yeah, I'm going to forget when I graduated high school, I wanted to go to college. My mother couldn't afford it. So the next day, I started working in a factory in Wayne making plastic caps for Colgate, Crest, and Avon, wow. when uh, all those jobs were in uh, in, uh, in America. But um, I worked there 15 months, saved all my money, went to Seton Hall, mm-hmm. um, and then at night I worked as a security guard at this factory. So I paid for my college myself, and I got to tell you, that 15 months of working in that factory really made me uh, 
determined to succeed in, in life. I graduated from college, and I paid for it myself. I busted my hump into college, and I got to tell you, nobody gave me a thing. You know, and I went to the school I could afford to. I went to Seton Hall. I wanted to go away, but I couldn't afford it. I did what I did. I had a hitchhike there for six months, mm-hmm. but um, I did it, and nobody gave me a thing. Government, uh, you know, I, I felt guilty uh, asking the government to pay for it. It's, it's unbelievable. But you know what? Why it's, can't people work? It's not. It, it's don't blame the people, Joe. Thanks for the call. If somebody's offering to pay for your college, when you say no, is it a good idea to offer? Selena is in Jackson, under Jersey one hundred one point five. Hi, Selena. Hey, how are you? Good. How you doing? I, I, I'm okay. I'm working. I'm driving home from work. That um, you know, so I don't have a college degree, so I can't say anything about college debt. But I did go to technical school. Right. I put myself through that. Just that was ten grand that I put myself through, and I think there are certain people in the world that do need help. I do think that. No matter how hard certain people work, they just are in circumstances that financially they can't afford it. Do I think everyone should be given forgiveness? Absolutely not. But like the woman before me said, you signed that dotted line. When I went to school, I knew how much my debt was going to be. I think they shouldn't be showing forgiveness. I think, you know, when I went to school for that program that I took, there were so many people in that class that had grants that pretty much went for free. And at the end of the course, those people that got the free money weren't there. I graduated and I paid for it. So the people that are taking the handouts, like you said, if you're going to tell me if they would have offered me free money, I would have taken of it. Of course you would have taken it. So would I. But yeah. should they be offering? We're in such a recession. In fact, we're in such a place in the world where nobody wants to work. So why do we keep continuing to just hand out? Do we expect people to say, oh, well, we're just going to get free money. We're not going to do things. Or do we expect people to get up and get a job and do things when we keep handing it to them? Uh, you're I mean, absolutely right. That was COVID. allowing this. Exactly. And I lost a mother to COVID. My sister almost lost her place because she lived with my mother. And she couldn't continue school. So there's circumstances that are unforeseeable for certain people. Should those people get the help? Absolutely. But I, I work in healthcare. I have people that call me and say, um, I, I don't want to pay for this. And those people are the doctors and the attorneys and the lawyers. Those are the ones that have the money. And then the people that don't have the money are the ones struggling to get the good help because they can't afford to live. And you know what, Selena? So just, if you want to say, if you want to help people pay for college, find a way to make college cheaper. And they can do it. They can they can go after the colleges and they can find out why it costs so much to go to college, but they won't do that. They, they, it's easier for them to just throw money at people and just you know basically kill your self esteem. Selena, thanks for the call to New Jersey one hundred one point five. Josh, I'm going to give you more time. One eight hundred two eight three one zero one point five. Are you in favor of President Biden's college student loan debt relief program? Uh, he's been arguing it today. The Supreme Court justices are questioning it. It would cancel four hundred thirty billion dollars in student loan debt for about forty million borrowers. What are your thoughts? One eight hundred two eight three one zero one point five. Right now. If uh, the average cost to attend the college for four years is about $21,000 per year, that's up 204% from 1995-96 through 2001. This is from the National Center for Education Services. Private school, thinking you're going to spend about $46,000 a year. Is it the government's job to get your student loan debt forgiven? 
or is it your job to pay for the student loan? Nobody throws you in the back of the truck and says, you're going to take college. You're going to college. No, you made that decision. Now, who should be held, Who should be on the hook to pick up the tab for that decision? 1-800-283-101.5. And also, uh, real fast, what did you do to put yourself through college or your children through college? It's 730. 101.5. 1-800-283-101.5. Talking about student loan. Supreme Court justices are questioning President Biden's student loan debt relief, which would cancel $430 billion in student debt for about 40 million borrowers. Your thoughts? 1-800-283-101.5. By the way, go to nj1015.com. I got the best chocolate in New Jersey. I got the, 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 the maestro of meatball. What could be better than that? Josh in Lakewood, that's what. You're on New Jersey 101.5. Hey, Josh. Hey, how you doing tonight? I'm good. How are you? I'm well, thank you. What are you thinking? Yeah, so um, I, I think that since it's already been spoken about so heavily and so many people are expecting it and so, many time, so much time and resource has been dedicated to this, it would be almost wasteful to back out. So if the Supreme Court does not... Um, issue anything against it that it just happens. I don't believe it's something we should do again. I believe we should work as a country and our government working together to increase equitable access to education like other countries such as uh, countries in Europe do to make uh, education more affordable like you had said earlier, passing legislation to make uh, graduate degrees and undergraduate degrees more affordable to the population. And in the meantime, also pass legislation that makes it a little easier for people to pay off debt. One of your earlier callers had mentioned something about uh, having no interest rate for borrowers uh, to help them pay off debt. I think that's great. Or maybe a subsidized interest program for um, individuals in the country to help reduce and eliminate student debt in the country over the next several decades, but also making sure that debt doesn't grow by reducing costs of education across the board. If you go after the colleges, that solves the problem. Find a way, instead of just throwing money at people, find a way to make it affordable for people who choose to go to college to be able to afford it. Did you go to college? I did. How did you get through it? How did you pay for it? If you don't mind my asking. Yeah. Yeah, no, not at all. First year was help with parents. The next three were myself. Right. So is it fair that people should get college for nothing after what you did to work, you know, after all the work you put in to pay for it? Yeah, I, I think that there's going to be uh, at some point, even if we start to go after the schools, there's going to be people who get college for cheaper, even though other people put more into it. So I think it's just going to have to be. Well, that's why you have grants and scholarships that. and everything else. You know, uh, again, I just, my problem is go after the colleges and, you know, not just throw money, which is what they continue to do in this way, baby bonds, uh, COVID checks. It's just, we're going to, we're going to try to buy people as opposed to, you know, you know, the story about we throw the man a fish, he eats for a day. We teach him how to fish, you know, eats for, eats for life. It's kind of like that. They keep throwing fish at us, but they won't help us get our own fish. 
Josh, thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. Jackie's in Central Jersey on New Jersey 101.5. Jackie, what part of Central Jersey are you in? Hey, uh, Woodbridge. Oh, okay, that explains it. <laughs> Go ahead. Yes, the center of the central. So I think it's a very complicated situation. You know, obviously, I don't think the public, my neighbors, et cetera, should be paying off student loans for me, who decided to sign the line, you know, on the contract. However, it is very complicated because there's no education about this in schools, about how to, you know, finance and pay off debt and, you know, anything with, with along those lines. Right. And the interest fees are really ridiculous. So, you know, it's really... It's not the public's responsibility. However, it should be someone's responsibility. It's really not fair that... The borrowers. And you have to decide... The way you stop something, the way you cut prices is you stop buying. And then they realize they have to lower the price. You know, there's no proof that college is anything for you. I, I, I have a whole bunch of, I could do another two hours on how college is not working out for so many people. I've got 10 occupations that within five years, you hardly make any money after getting out of college. So there's no proof. You choose to go to college. We didn't throw you in the back of the truck, drive you to the college, and tell you you're going. That was your choice. So we should not be responsible. Now, when you made that choice, you knew what the rates were. You knew what you were getting yourself into. Again, it shouldn't be our problem. And we don't need the president or the government to swoop in on a, you know, on a horse and save the day. You know, because it's not fair to everyone else who had to work their way through college. And it's not going to really solve the problem. If you want to solve the problem, swoop into the college and say, well, open up your books. What the hell are you guys doing? And how the hell are you getting away with this? And then say, okay, going forward, this is what college will charge. You can mandate that. You can give them a cap. You can do that. But they won't do that because they're, they're, they're in bed with everybody. And they're on the hook with all the people that work at the colleges. It's, it's such BS. And that's the most frustrating thing about it. They could cut the cost of college. They could cut the cost of a car, but they won't. So instead, they throw money at you. And we sit here like jackasses. Oh, hey, you get the money. Oh, thank you very much, President Biden. You're saving the day. And you shake your head like idiots. Anna Marie is in Tom's River on New Jersey 101.5. Hi, Anna Marie. Hi, how are you? I'm good. You? Good. Um, well, I just have it. I'm going to make it brief. This is all about control and future votes. That's what they want. They want these young kids to just vote for them in the future. That's oh, sure. Boils down to. That's my firm belief. But do you think we're smarter than that? I, are you, I hope the kids are smart enough to see through this. And it stems from home. It stems from their upbringing. The parents have to really enforce this. This is, we're, we're at war with these people. My firm belief is that they're just trying to gain control. They also want to see the economy just die out. They, like we're turning into, going to turn into a third world country. They would love it. You are dependent on government and not yourself. And that's what they're trying to do. From the very, like last night, we're going to give $1,000 to every baby just for being born. Why is the government's job to give you $1,000? Why is the government's job to pay for your college? It's our money. It's not their money. It's our money. Yeah. And uh, we, don't, we don't worry about that. They, you know, that seems to get overlooked. 
Anna Marie, thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. 1-800-283-101.5. Supreme Court justices are questioning President Biden's student loan relief, which would cancel $430 billion in student debt for about 40 million borrowers. Your thoughts? Dominski and Dor- I congratulate Special Olympics New Jersey on their Seaside Heights polar bear plunge. Over 7,000 brave folks got freezing for a reason, raised over $2.6 billion. Check out pictures and videos from the Polar Bear Plunge on our free app at nj1015.com. Thanks to our sponsor, Parks Casino and Sportsbook, and everyone who warmed their heart and got cold for Special Olympics New Jersey. Steve Trevelis. All right, are you in favor of President Biden's college student debt relief program, or uh, are you not? 1-800-283-101.5. Let's talk to David in Monroe Township on New Jersey 101.5. Hey, David. Hi, Steve. How are you? I am not a big fan of this, of the tax relief plan. I think, look, people are going into this knowing what they're doing. You're you're taking out a loan. They may not understand the long-term ramifications of their actions, but they should have had this conversation with their parents before they took out the school loans. I spent a lot of time living in New Brunswick before I, I currently live in the suburbs. But when I lived in New Brunswick, every Thursday night, I saw a lot of kids hanging out going from place to place drinking when they could have been doing other things that they should have been doing in college. Maybe so working their busy. way through it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And and Rutgers as a state school is not a crazy expense. What, 20K a year for tuition? Mm-hmm. Um, so that, you know, you if you work your way through, you work part-time, 10 hours a week, you can get you can pay off a big chunk of that while you're still a student. So I don't know that I'm real happy subsidizing four years of partying for a lot of kids. Why is it the go- why is it the government's job to put you through college? No, it's not. I mean, look, it's important that everyone gets an education. Mm-hmm. And I think the government does that in the primary and secondary schools in this country. But once you reach the college level, there that's a choice to do that. And there is an issue, and, and I think a lot of people have brought this up throughout the day, that there is an issue in terms of what colleges are charging. Mm-hmm. And Rutgers is the perfect example. Who is our highest paid public employee in the state? Is Rutgers. Which the Rutgers football team. How is that ever possible when people are dying from school loan costs? Well, they, you know, and there's a perfect example, but it's not the government's job to pay down that debt for you. David, thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. Scott is in Lumberton on New Jersey 101.5. Hey, Scott. Steve, how you doing, man? Good to hear. Good to talk to you. Oh, yeah, um, man, I agree with a lot of stuff that the, some of the previous callers had said, um, and I know one of the previous callers had said, "Man, we need to educate today's generation in finance." And uh, as much as I hate to burden the schools with that, oh yeah, as much as I hate to burden the schools with that, you know, parents get up off your ass. Up your butt. <laughs> uh, no, no. I, I, you know what? When you approach about finance, look at some of the woke, you know, stuff they want to teach in schools. Why don't we teach somebody about like how to balance a checkbook? Why don't we, you know, what the Absolutely. value of a dollar is? How to, you know, Absolutely. how to, how to, met, you know, fill out a loan application? How to borrow money? What it means to borrow money? You know, but Absolutely. they won't teach them that. Yep, and Steve, this is clearly a method to, uh, you know, for the uh, current politicians to buy the votes. Um, but hey, this is and you know, uh, you know, full disclosure, you know, I had almost a full boat. Uh, my all my college education, I'm an engineer, paid for by my parents because my parents realized what uh, college education was worth, and I'm in a STEM, uh, you know, STEM degree, you know, mm-hmm. engineer. 
But you know, one of the things as far they as they paid for it, we, they worked yeah. their they worked their way to pay for your college. God bless them, okay. but they paid for it. Yep. It's not the government. They didn't rely. Well, you know, this is something that should be handed to me. It's a completely yep. different they re- thing. They, re- they realized it and they saved and they did it. However, I think another thing to take a look at is with all these folks that made a huge mistake mm-hmm. is uh, is that you know there there's going to be a somebody's going to have to pay for all these folks doing something whatever, and I know there's been some program from programs program programs proposed such as like uh, if you become a teacher or something you discharge part of your uh, loan because of you're doing service as a teacher or something. I'd be into looking at that, you know, investigating other ways to maybe help people reduce their load or extend it or solidify and go, hey, cost the interest rate on these things, if I understand correctly, is also all over the place. Say, hey, you borrow this much, it's going to be at this percent that much, and you're done by this once you make X number of payments, just like if I buy a car. No, I got that. Scott, thanks for the call to New Jersey, 101.5, 1-800-283-101.5. Raymond, Moe, Yasser, Rose, I'm going to give you people more time, so please hang out. Uh, basically, what we're talking about here, the Supreme Court justices are now questioning President Biden's student loan debt relief, which would cancel $430 billion in student debt for about 40 million borrowers. Program forgives $10,000 of debt held by the federal government for individuals who make less than $125,000. It forgives $10,000 of debt for couples who make less than $250,000. And it forgives up to $20,000 in debt uh, held by Pell Grant holders, which are mostly lower income borrowers. Should we be doing this? 1-800-283-101.5. Got a Twitter poll up. I'll give you the results coming up. Dennis and Judy, wildly entertaining your weekday for over 20 years on New Jersey 101.5. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Steve Trevelis. Coming up at 10 o'clock, Eddie Testa's going to be calling in. Uh, Jersey rocker Eddie Testa. Hey, I'm from Freehold, too. Uh, was the show Friday night. And he's going to be playing uh, Springsteen for Kids at the Vogel. So we got to talk about it. I, I'm just curious about the idea of Springsteen for Kids. Uh, we'll talk about that coming up. Also going to talk about the music that your parents turned you on to that you ended up remaining a fan of. That comes later on in the show. Uh, right now we're talking about student loan debt relief. The Supreme Court justices today questioning President Biden's student loan debt relief program, which would cancel $430 billion in student debt for about 40 million borrowers. I wanted to get your thoughts. What would happen? Uh, personally, why is it the government's job to send you or your kid to college? That's your job. And you chose to make that decision. And you should abide by that decision. So I don't know, what did you do to work your way through college? What did you do to get to college or put your kids through college? And how did college work out for you? In the end, was it worth it? 1-800-283-101.5. Cost of college today, uh, public college, about twenty-one grand a year for four years. Uh, private college, about forty-six grand a year for four years. You want to go? Borrow the money and go. Or get a job and go. But for the government to pick up the tab, I'm not for that. How are you? Uh, Mo is in Staten Island under Jersey 101.5. Hey, Mo. Hey, good afternoon. Uh, good evening, I should say. Thanks for having this forum tonight. I think it's great that everybody could get their opinion out. And just a couple of points I'd like to make. 
is uh, it's obvious that it's just to buy off the voters, but also to subsidize the academic elites that rule the Democratic Party, because this is, in essence, subsidizing the continued indoctrination of our children in the universities. And number two, I wish one of these people could articulate to everybody where, let's say, a single parent, let's say a single mother of two kids from West Virginia that works at a Walmart, why should she have to subsidize the college education of, I see some of the people that are eligible for the student loan forgiveness can be married couples earning up to $200,000 a year. Yeah. Where does that poor girl in West Virginia... Well, she gets a break also, right? To be because, responsible. No, but she, she would get 10000 uh up to 10000 uh, Actually, no, she, she would get 10000 forgiven. No, I'm saying she doesn't go to college. She oh, she doesn't go to college. Taxpayer. Yeah. Why should a taxpayer, a single parent... No, no, I get that. No, I see what you're saying. I got it. I, yeah. Why should she have to subsidize it? Again, if they make the decision to go to college, then you have to pay for the college, and they pay for the college. You make exactly. the decision, you've got to live by, you know, your own decision. Mo, thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. Raymond's in New Brunswick on New Jersey 101.5. Hey, Raymond. Hey, how are you doing? I'm good. Are you on a speakerphone? Uh, I'm on a headset. Oh, can you, uh, is it possible you get on a phone phone, or you sound yeah. much better? Yeah. Can you hear me now? Oh, my God, much better. Okay, sorry about that. Uh, I think it should be based it should be uh, based on performance. If somebody wants to go, right, and they can perform their great, they can have a next technological or medical discovery, or you know, they should be given. On the other hand, those kids who don't care about school, why give them money? You're just wasting time and uh, money that that kid doesn't care about school. You're right. You're right. But you know what, kids today. Well, kids for generations are almost programmed from birth. You have to go to college. You have to go to college. College in so many people's minds is the be-all, end-all. You can't get anywhere without a college education. Ask, uh, tell that to the electricians and the plumbers. You know, tell, tell that to all the civil service guys, the military. You can't get anywhere unless you go to college. So what happens is they're programmed to go to college, and, you know, they take college prep in high school. By the time they graduate high school, they know nothing else but college, so they go to college, and to them it's like an extended high school. They never really grew up. They're Now they're just, you know, in college. So that's why, you know, they're partying and everything. And they're, they're, not, they're also conscientious people who want to get a degree and were, you know, working for it. But I see what you're saying. And why should they get free money? Why should anybody? I went to Rutgers. I was in the Army, so I had the GI Bill. They paid for my uh, Rutgers right. uh, education. But I think it should be performance-based, not money-based, how much you have or don't have. It yeah. has nothing to do with education. If, well, you're, that, if you're a great student, you should have it. That's what scholarships are for, right? Yeah, that's, it, what I, that's what I believe, performance-based, not economic-based. You're absolutely – I'd go along with that. Raymond, thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. But you know what? We're hearing more and more stories of what people did to put themselves through college. What did you do to put yourself through college? Marianne's in Frenchtown, under Jersey 101.5. What did you do to put yourself through college? <laughs> well, I'm not really calling about me. I'm calling about my children. Oh. Listen, me and my husband are middle-class, hard-working people. Right. Our kids worked since they were 16 years old. They paid for their own cars. They're very conscientious. 
They're great students, top of their class. And listen, I'm a Republican. I'm very fiscally responsible. But I have to tell you, I'm very much in favor of this because the system is literally broken. And what they told my kids who worked their fingers to the bone and were top-notch students, we are at the very end of the lower middle class. So we get nothing. So if you're wealthy, you can go. Mommy and Daddy's got you. If you're low income, completely free. If you're an illegal alien, perfectly free. But the middle class, hardworking people working two and three jobs who raise their kids with a great work ethic, those kids are coming out of college, $100,000 in debt. And, yes, my kids applied for every single scholarship possible. But there's no reason they need to come out of college, $100,000 in debt, and then they have to find a place to live. And they're trying to pay a $1,500 a month bill for their college and a $1,500. Well, how did college work out? Did they, did they go, did college work out? Did they get the degrees? Are they working? Are they making money in their field? Was it, was it a happy ending with the whole idea to go to college? So listen, so mixed bag. So my one girl became a teacher. And she liked it a lot, and she's great at her job, but then COVID hit, and it got kind of weird, and now she's a nanny and makes the same stinking money. And my other daughter, who has a science degree, was not pleased with that field when she got out, and she's a dog walker, and she's happy as a clam. All right. So all that money and all that aggravation for college, and it wasn't even worth it. I know, but I'm still in favor of this program. I really am. The system's broken, but listen... Biden can throw Free his money. Free money is not going to solve the problem. And he's not throwing his money. He's throwing our money back at us. And that's the biggest problem. Marianne, thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. All right, let's go to, uh, I don't know, if only, to, if only there was a way to just, to just you know, up the mood a little bit, you know? If only there was somebody that could get on and, and spread a little joy to the show. Oh, my God. It's Anthony in Philadelphia. You got the right one, baby. Yeah. All of a sudden, he's doing Pepsi commercials now. It's Ray, he's going to fire Ray Charles. It's Ray Charles, ladies and gentlemen gentlemen so i have two boys um the one went to college right on the basketball scholarship with the writer on the basketball scholarship ended up getting his, his master's right nice. plays ball overseas mother's son he didn't want to go to college and right. he really wasn't college material um he's 22 now he's been working for three years at this manufacturing company and he manages a primo's hoagies on the weekend so he's making like 60 something thousand a year between two jobs Right. He has zero debt. Right. And his counterparts will come out of school with six figures in debt and trying to find a job like this year. Um, the same with help paying off loans. I'm all for it, man. We pay so much in taxes. Why not help somebody out? Why do we take it personal if one person gets help because of the money we paid into the system. I'm not sure why we take that. Why not fix the problem? Instead of throwing money at people, why not? The problem is you have to find ways to make college affordable. Stop letting them get away with charging what they charge for textbooks. You know, what it costs to go to college. And that's where they need to focus, not just we're going to give away free money. You know, last night, I'll give you $1,000 for being born. Now it's we can give you money just to go to college. If you're going to charge that much for school, right? how about make it Teach things that are going to get, teach them how to interview. Um, well, yeah. Up, or, set them up more interviews, like 
Well, knowledge is great, but if you if you if you don't know how to use it, and that's where you should learn how to use it, is in school. Teach me how to go out here. First of all, teach me to be a billionaire. Don't teach me to go in debt. And well, there you go. These door. Okay, but you billionaires know. didn't get to be billionaires by having somebody else pay their debt. But Anthony, I, I got to hit the traffic. I'm sorry to cut you off. one 800 Here's the traffic. Five, weather brought to you by New Jersey Lottery with a 140, mi- mega mi- with a 140 million mega millions jackpot win. That dream vacation could be yours. Fly your family to Bora Bora on your new private jet for a whole month. Or leave the kids behind with the in-laws. We won't judge. Take a chance on mega millions because anything can happen in New Jersey. You may get your student loan forgiven. Uh, $430 billion in student debt for about 40 million borrowers is what uh, President Biden would like to have happen. Supreme Court Justice is saying, wait a minute. And uh, here we are. How do you feel about this idea? 1-800-283-101.5. We got 168 votes on the Twitter. And the Twitter. Uh, 74.4% are against this idea. 25.6% are for the idea. Let's go to Raymond in Moorestown on New Jersey 101.5. Hey, Raymond. Hey, Steve, how are you? Good, how about you? Very well, thank you. Uh, I was wondering what you thought about having free education for all of our populace. I mean, we send our kids to school now through tax-based elementary school through high school. Why not continue it through college? Meaning, if the kids want to go to college, they go to college. But, you know, electricians, plumbers, haircutters, they get they got to pay fees for schooling as well. So whether they want to go to trade school or college, pay for both. You pay for everything. Probably, yeah, I think you can probably cut or shave the uh, military budget a bit and pay for the our workforce to... Uh, I don't know that you will, though. Tax base. Because the problem... Well, I believe, I believe, okay, okay, good. No, you asked me what I thought of it. Sure, if you increase... Yeah, I think if you increase your... Um, Skilled workforce, you increase the tax revenue with that extra tax revenue. Provided you do. You know, there are so many people. If if you're giving something free to people and they take it, they're going, you know, more than likely a lot of people will abuse it. You know, so you'll get people just wasting. Hold on. I got to, I let you talk and I get to talk. Sure. And then you talk. All right. This is my part. You know, so what happens is they'll abuse it. You know, you'll get people taking up space in classrooms and stuff, wasting people's time. Not so much that they want it because they're getting it for nothing. If you make, if someone has to go out and earn it, then they're going to want it. They're going to be more focused. They're going to pay more attention. And again, with college, we don't even know that it's the be all end all because there are so many college careers, uh, that people go to college, they get their degree, they're paying student debt off forever, and they're not even working in their field. So, I mean, as far as giving it free to everybody, I don't think it would work. Well, that's why I think you give it to those that are doing trade school as well. It doesn't matter where you go. That goal is to educate your workforce, yeah. educate the workforce. So you're going to get a lot of people trying to figure out what they want to do, going from class to class, you know, wasting the time of the teacher and, and the, of the students as well. If you know what you want, go out and earn it. We're, we're not saying this isn't Santa Claus, you know. This, this is America. We have to go out and earn what we get. You, you feel better about yourself as well. Yeah, did you go to college, Raymond? Plumbing, I did. I think people that want to do plumbing, electrician, haircut, what they're doing now. Oh, I agree. Though those people will want to do it, but there'll also be a lot of fat, a lot of people who are taking up time and costing people money. And I don't know what that would average out. How did you put yourself through college? 
So I paid for it myself. How did you do it? Uh, so I worked for different companies, roadway, cut grass, you name it. Yeah. So would you want, uh, how do you feel about this? Should we, should we be giving people, for, you know, for free student loan debt? They chose to go so to college. I don't, think, I don't, yeah, I don't think you hand them cash, but I think that if you're willing to not pay for college, then we might as well save the money on the tax base of sending them to school at all and only let the wealthy people in elementary school send their kids to school, right? Otherwise, don't send your kid your work. No, it's not that because. But Raymond, that's not like that. There are so many programs where uh, you can go to college. Right now, it's not only the wealthy are going to college. Rose is in Flemington on New Jersey one hundred one point five. Hi, Rose. Good evening, Steve. You're always so stimulating. I want to make a point. I have a friend who sent her son to Mullenberg for the. uh, they, in five years, they come out with a, with a master's in accounting. Right. I also had another young lady who worked with me. I'm a blind person, by the way, yes. uh, who went to Rutgers on a full scholarship. Now, my gripe is this. The idea that the banks are charging 8%. You can get a car for 5 You You can have a home loan for 4 Why would you load those young folks with that heavy, heavy debt? And I know that uh, in That's one case... Question. That's a good point. Yeah. The thing is, I know that the, the person who... The mother of this young man who went to Molenberg, uh, she had a couple of properties. And, I mean, they're just mortgaged to the teeth. Mm-hmm. Um, the banks came in on this game when was it in the 90s i guess they it went it went way up 95 96 yeah yeah and and it just seems so unfair and so cruel young people should be encouraged to have aspirations whether you want to be a woodworker or a plumber we need engineers now who can figure out how to handle this climate cross crisis and my gripe is they're putting those uh, big choppers out there in the, in the ocean. When we have so much wind on the side of the highways, in fact, I spoke to Bill Speedy the other morning, and he's going to, I have to find some way of getting it through wind, him. Wind, talking to wind. I like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but uh, the point is this. Our planet is burning up. I'm uh-huh. freezing. It's doing this and doing that. We've got to get a hold of this war economy, war on our youngsters who want to achieve. And maybe they're a little bit flaky. I don't know if you were flaky. I was flaky when I was in my teens in the 60s. I didn't know what the hell I wanted to do. Yeah, but this what did is, I do? This is... I went in the food business, uh-huh. worked my way up. I was apprenticed to some very good people in New Hope and in Hamptons, went to New York, and, and then eventually got into design school. But the point is that we just can't quash them with debt. But again, those, those, know, those banks have got to back off. So what they got to do is go to the college. Thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. They got to go to the co- figure out how to make college affordable. Don't just throw money at people. Mike's in Woodbridge on New Jersey 101.5. Hey, Mike. Hey, Steve. How you doing, man? Good. How about you? Thank you. very. I'm doing great. Um, so I'm a teacher, right? Okay. And, uh, I feel like we're conflating two different things here. We're conflating junk degrees with predatory loan practices, right? So, so when we're talking about uh, do we want to pay off these loans for students, we're talking about do we want to pay off the, uh, the, the clown college, whatever, and that's not the way it is, man. 
there has to be two things going on. There has to be a forgiveness. And by the way, the forgiveness happened when Social Security started. When Social Security started, a generation was left out. And that sucked. But we started to do something new. Okay. And then we have to work on these predatory loans that are burying kids for whatever degree. It doesn't matter whether it's engineering or rodeo clown. So how do we make the colleges more affordable? If you're going to point if you're going, if you're gonna, you know, point the weapon, point it where it can do the most good. Make college affordable. And that's the problem. These people who went to college chose to go to college. They chose to take on that debt. And that's their responsibility. Just like you chose to go to college and you took on your debt. If you want to solve this problem, then you go after the colleges. You don't just throw money at people. And the problem I have is that this administration, their solution to everything is to throw money at people. Cory Booker wants to give every newborn $1,000 just for being born. We don't have this kind of money. You know, we just don't. So why, you know, why are we doing this? And then you got the people who made these decisions to go to college, accumulated all this debt, and then don't even work in the field that they went to college for because they found well, out afterwards all, that it sucks. First of all, go ahead. First, I, first of all, I don't know many people that went to college for a thing that they're doing now. Well, what does that tell you? Well, so all this money that was borrowed that the federal government is supposed to give back, and they're not even using the money for what they borrowed it for. Boy, we're good people, aren't we? It's 8.30. Now the latest New Jersey news from NJ 101. 101.5. How about the cast of Back to the Future is uh, together and touring? And uh, they're going to be coming to Philadelphia, and I'm uh, working on getting a couple of them on the show. So uh, stay tuned. My, my good pal Jim DiLorenzo is going to help me out here. His father has a fantastic pizza place, the family Di Lorenzo's. Hi, one 800 Are you in favor of President Biden's college student debt relief program? The Supreme Court doesn't seem to be so happy about it. Uh, let's talk to Helen in Atco on New Jersey 101.5. Hi, Helen. Hi, how are you? I'm good. How about you? I'm just peachy. Thank you. Um, I just called to tell you um, about my father and going through college. He was a career serviceman in the Army. And uh, back in 1963, 64, um, he had already put like 10 or 11 years in the Army. Right. And he had he was married with seven kids. And he went, well, at that time, six kids. He wanted to go to college to become an accountant. So the Army agreed to send him. So he went to Oklahoma University for four years, got his bachelor's in accounting. Um, to pay the Army back, though, he told him that he would go to Vietnam. And that's what he did, 1968, for one year. You know, he left his home uh, with my mom, who was from Yugoslavia, didn't speak much English, um, with seven children, because by that time he had another one. And, um, you know, he went and paid back the service for going to college for a year. And to me, that's a hell of a debt. Absolutely. He did it. And he did. So I just wanted to share that with you. So that was, uh, I still, you know, he's gone a while now, but um, I still think of how hard it was for him. Because even at night, because he didn't work in the service during the daytime, he was a full-time college student, but he would work. Uh, we lived in Norman, Oklahoma, which is 45 minutes um, south of whatever, Oklahoma City. But he would go to Oklahoma City um, at night and work overnight cleaning floors at Dairy Queen. 
I mean, mopping floors, cleaning up the store. I mean, just to, in order to, you know, have his family survive um, and be able to do the college thing. So. And how do you think he would feel about this? Um, I don't know. I don't, I really don't know because the world has changed so much, you know. Um, I I don't know. I just really, I'm not sure. I don't want to answer for him. How but do you feel about I it? Know how, how do I feel about I have mixed feelings because I think there are some people that can use the help. But I think there's also just like with money that was given to people during COVID. You know, you heard a lot of complaint, like all this free money, we're getting free money. But those people getting it who were complaining were sending it back if they didn't need it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So to me, it's like a catch-22. It's like, you know, well, if y'all going to screw the system, you're going to screw the system. Why not? Who cares? You know, I don't know. I, I have mixed feelings about it. But I do think there's people that can use the help. Um, but then well, everybody you- can use the help. I mean, should we be yeah. giving the help? You made the decision to go to college. You made the decision to take out the loan. Now, right. what really is horrible would be if you took out the loan and you get the, you go to college and then you end up doing something else. Then you wasted all that time and you put yourself in debt for nothing. Helen, thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. But again, it's your decision. And because you made that decision, you sh- you know, it's not like when you're a kid and you make a bad decision, you know, and you learn your lesson and mom and dad bail you out. No, 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 you're a grown-up. And you made a bad decision. And now you got to live by what you did. one 1015 Can you borrow a car? Can you borrow money for a car? And then decide, you know what? I shouldn't have bought that. I, I borrowed too much money. Could I? Could I just take? Could you take a you know take a few thousand off the car? No. What's the difference between college and a car? College and a house? Can you tell your mortgage company I don't want to pay this much? Give me a break. No. Maybe if they did that, we'd be able to afford college. Maybe we find a way to make college affordable. Ah, there's an idea. One eight hundred two eight three one zero one point five. Frank is in Belmar, on New Jersey one zero one point five. Hi, Frank. What's going on? So uh, as a former university administrator, and I won't say where or how long, but, uh, you know. You, you think said, we're going to enroll there? What's that? You think we're going to enroll there? I just don't want to, you know. That's okay. I'm anything bad. Okay. Uh, you know, you said something interesting about, you know, you made a bad decision. but I'm as shocked as you are. Go generation, ahead. The generation of students that were born in the 80s and 90s, they weren't really given a decision about college most of them were told that that's what you need to do. No, they weren't given a decision because I was there in the 80s and I made the decision not to go to college. That's not true. They were given a decision. 18, many 18 and 19-year-old students yeah. sit down, aren't, and actually on your side completely. No, no, but I'm just saying, but I mean, everybody had the decision. The problem was they were just led there. You know, and they went along with where, they, where their parents were leading them. This idea, you know, that brought from the grandparents and the parents that you have to go to college to be a success. We found that we find that now not to be true. So my take on that is as an 18 and 19 year old kid, we sit them down with a financial aid officer. You know, financial aid, the thought is, you know, I'm getting help. Mm-hmm. But, and they're handing them thousands and thousands of dollars, mm-hmm. calling some of it grant and some of it subsidized loans and some of it unsubsidized loans. And they're thinking, hey, I took out a $20,000 loan, not realizing that's going to be 35000 a year that they're paying back. If anything, 100% that the university should be responsible for finding more affordability in, in teaching, should be ob- obligated to teach students 
about financial aid before they just have them 18 years old sign a piece of paper that locks them into debt. And the government, rather than going after your money, my money, our taxpayer money, should be going after the lending companies for predatory behavior of giving a 19-year-old kid $50,000 in loans at a 22% interest rate. Yeah. And saying, because I don't have, I really don't have a problem with saying, you know, that some forgiveness should be there, but it shouldn't be the taxpayer's responsibility to forgive the entire loan. Maybe the government should be going after these lending agencies to forgive some of the interest. I'm with you there. 1-800-283-101.5. Chris is in Princeton, under Jersey 101.5. Hey, Chris. How's everything? I'm good. How are you? Um, pretty good. Um, yeah, I was just, uh, you know, thinking and hearing all these, uh, these answers and everything. And I just right. think that, uh, you know, all over the world and Canada and Germany, and it seems like we're, we're hipped on something, but I think education should be free. Okay. If your education is free, then everybody's going to go and, uh, you know, don't have to worry about the student loan debt. But since we do have the student loan debt, should the federal government be paying it off for us, for giving us? Yeah. I disagree. Well, Why? I, I, well, I just, I don't think, I don't think that we, uh, that we shouldn't pay for education. We want a better country. We have better education for education should be affordable. Yes. But if, if, if you want to, if you, if you think, if you want to like separate the, the smarter from the non-smart, then then you know test them and everything but in certain schools maybe but well, honestly like i just think our education should be free okay but whether but but, but 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 chris but that's a different topic if i want to come if i come on here and say should education be free that's one thing but should the federal government be paying the debt accrued by people who made a decision to take on that debt is it the government's job to do that you know you buy you pay make a car payment chris should we ask the government to forgive that as well? Do you have a mortgage, Chris? Should we ask the government to forgive that as well? And there's a, and, but there's a lot going on also. There is a lot going on in all three of those companies. But should we, should we say, you know what? I got in over my head, so I need the government to bail me out. Do you wanna, you're a man. Do you want to rely on the government to bail you out? No. Well, no. Me neither. Thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. On your radio. On Five, Steve Trevelis. My God, this has been blowing up all night long. We may take this yet another hour. The Supreme Court questioning President Biden's student loan debt relief, which would cancel $430 billion in student debt for about 40 billion borrowers. You on board with that? 1-800-283-101.5. I got the Twitter poll. I got the Twitter poll. Uh, Twitter poll not looking very good for this one. 198 votes. 75.3% say new. 24.7. Yes. Are you in favor of President Biden's college student debt relief program? Anna is in Colonia, New Jersey 101.5. Hi, Anna. Hey, Steve. I love you. Ah, you're the best. I love you, too. No, listen, we seriously are always on the same wavelength. Absolutely not. We should not be paying off this debt. I agree with what you say, 100 million percent. But I think there is a way that you can have free college, but everybody doesn't get to go. So it starts from grade school to high school, all depending on your grades throughout the way. And if it could be done like it is in Europe, where if you do get that free college, you know, you have to work for the government for a certain amount of time until that money is pretty much paid off. Then you're free to work 
and do what you want. Yeah, if you if you want to come up with cop programs like that, and also you know you have to maintain a grade point average to stay in college, and it's not just a given for everybody. But that's a different topic. What we're talking about here is just the idea that why is the government suddenly inserting themselves in your finances? In a lot of things, I'm just yeah, school ridiculous. Absolutely not. They should not be given. I have sixteen nieces and nephews right now, all in college, mm-hmm. and they're all like, "Ooh, this is going to be great." My brothers and sisters agree with me, too. They don't believe it should be given free given money, even though it would be to help them a lot. It's it's not right. No, it's not right at all. And thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. And there's no guarantee it's going to work. right? How much money would the government be wasting on those college degrees that never really amounted to anything? Where Junior has got the college degree, but instead he's uh, pumping gas or doing something else, whipping burgers. Sharon is in Hamilton on New Jersey 101.5. Hi, Sharon. Hey, how are you? Good, you? Good, thanks. So, yeah, this topic actually makes my blood boil. I think it's absurd. I think it's completely unjustifiable. And it's like you said before, you know, people are making that choice to go to college. That's their responsibility, just like if I buy a car a house, I have credit cards. That's my responsibility to pay that debt. It's not fair that, you know, the government's going to, you know, give student loan forgiveness, but what, okay, why don't you give mortgage forgiveness and credit card forgiveness and all that then, you know? Well, that'll be next. You know, that'll be, that'll be next year. And we've decided now to swoop in and pay your mortgage. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Yeah. It's just infuriating. It's ridiculous, but that's all. <laughs> all right. Well, I'm glad you called, Chairman. Thanks for calling New Jersey 101.5. Phil is in New Brunswick on New Jersey 101.5. Hey, Phil. Yeah, hi. How are you? So I I don't agree that the um, the college debt should be uh, not waived. But I, I think, yeah, they should be able to discharge these in bankruptcy. Um, the way a student loan is set up, it's it's kind of predatory to the student who is looking at, I just, I just graduated high school, I need to go somewhere. And then the government says, we're going to guarantee that those loans will be paid. So the colleges go, great, we're going to sell student loans. And that's what they do. They sell student loans. Right. Um, so uh, at the same token. So it's buyer beware. Uh, it's, well, it's buyer beware, but a student loan is different from a mortgage or a car loan because a student loan cannot be discharged in bankruptcy. It's debt for life, mm-hmm. no, regardless of your financial situation. All the more reason not to get involved with one if you can't afford to pay. Well, if you're, if you're graduating yeah. and you say, I have do to do something else. I can't do this now. I will come back when I can afford it. So oh, there's a thought. The banks, if you made the banks, if you made the loans the same, that the banks were equally on the hook for the credibility of the loan. Right, like the mortgage companies and the cars. Exactly. Yeah. Now you got, you you look at the program and say, all right, well, this guy's going into college because he's going to be an engineer. He should have the financial wherewithal to pay this loan back. This guy's going into college to study. No, what you're saying makes total sense. But here's the thing. So that would be a solution that is better than what they're coming up with now. Thanks for the call to New Jersey 101 point. Instead of just giving away free money, okay, let's change the structure of the loan, the terms of the loan. That would be better than this.
1-800-283-101.5. Michael, Andrew, Mike, Dave, Eddie, please hang on. I want to give you guys more time. I'm going to take this into the next hour. This has uh, been crazy all night long, and you know what? I love it. Are you in favor of President Biden's college student loan debt relief program? He's been doing a lot of explaining today to the uh, Supreme Court. They're not exactly as on board with it as, uh, as, as uh, I guess, the president thinks uh, they should be. 1-800-283-101.5. The... Uh, President Biden's student loan debt relief program would cancel $430 billion in student debt for about 40 million borrowers. So where are you on this? 1-800-283-101.5. All Jersey, all the time. I think what you're doing is great. New Jersey 101.5. Ah, it's all right. 1-800-283-101.5. Getting you through the night. Steve Trouble is. Ah, do you have a student loan? Your president was trying to get you out of it. His trying was not working out too well. The uh, Supreme Court justices are saying, what are you doing? Uh, they're questioning President Biden's student loan debt relief program, which would cancel $430 billion in student debt for about 40 million borrowers. Uh, what are your thoughts on it? Who's eligible for loan forgiveness? The program forgives $10,000 of debt held by the federal government for individuals who make less than $125,000 a year. It also forgives $10,000 of debt for couples that make less than $250,000 a year. And it forgives up to 20000 of debt held by Pell Grant holders who are mostly lower income borrowers. Should we be doing this? 1-800-283-101.5. I have a Twitter poll up. And the Twitter poll, let's see, right now, I'm going to refresh. Uh, and 210 votes. Out of 210 votes, are you in favor of President Biden's college student debt relief program? 74.3 say no. Uh, what do you say, Mike in Manahawkin on New Jersey 101.5? Hi, Mike. Hi, Steve. Uh, I do have a different view on it. That's um, okay. And uh, first and foremost, uh, talking about having banks make loans to people who are going to school and they don't have any source of income for four years on the come that when they graduate, they will be able to pay back that loan. We'd have more loan problems than you'd ever imagine. Okay. But the, the other side of that coin is that we're trying to solve a problem. And the problem is affordability of a college education. Right. And I don't believe that the subs, you know, subsidizing the students is the solution. And there's an example out there that's, that speaks to the issue right now. If you subsidize the students, they, they then it, it makes it more affordable for the student. But the college is, is demotivated from cutting their costs because they know there's that subsidy behind it to pay off that student loan. And that the example I would give you is what exactly happened with the electric vehicle subsidies from the federal and state grant monies to go switch to electric cars. Well, if you ever bought a car during that time, which I did, what you found out is the car was very inexpensive to me because I was getting close to $12,500 from the federal government, a combination of the federal government and the state. Right. So what did the dealers do and the, and the manufacturers? They raised the car prices because they knew I could afford more. Well, what do you think the colleges are going to do when this happens? They're going to raise the that's, cost of that's tuition. That's my point. Yeah. That's my point. Oh, it's that's where you were going. The affordable, 
it's not 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 going to do a thing for the affordability. In no. fact, it's going to just have have the opposite effect that the college will have another t- you know check that that they can write and just keep spending money, right? Yeah, because now they know that the kids have the money. Right. Thanks for the call to New Jersey one hundred one point five. Why don't we? You know, Crosby, Stills, Nash and Young saying teach the children. Why don't we teach the children? Why don't we have classes about this in high school? That when you're a junior, sit down. Here's a, this is what college is all about. And, and bring in people who have gone to college and uh, succeeded, gone to college and taken degrees that they never ended up using. Just, just gone to college and how it worked out. Maybe listen to shows like this where we talk about how college worked out. My wife uh, went to college for physical therapy. She went for four years, got a student loan. When she got out of college, she started a job that paid 50 grand a year. So she was able to pay off the student loan debt. Right now, I've got a list here, and uh, I was telling, uh, you know, I was telling Ryan about this during the break. These are college majors that pay the least right after college. Okay, this is from CNBC.com. College majors, ten majors with the lowest median salary within five years of graduation. So, listen to this. Did you did you major in these? Anybody? Theology and religion. Uh, that's about thirty six thousand dollars a year. How much is your student loan? Social services, $37,000 a year. Family and consumer services, $37,000 a year. Psychology, $37,000 a year. Leisure and hospitality, $38,000. Performing arts, $39,000. Early childhood education, $40K. Elementary education, $40K. Special education, $40K. Miscellaneous education, $40K. Okay, that is what you can deal with the first five years. And let's talk about that student loan that you took out. And how much are you paying? 1-800-283-101.5. Andrew is in Stanhope on New Jersey 101.5. Hey, Andrew. Hey, you beat me out. You said your wife. You mentioned your wife before. Ah, you know what? I didn't know. See, I was setting the stage for you, Andrew. How is your wife doing? She's actually studying nursing now, like in a pre-nursing and she studied uh, similar to your wife, like medical assistant. Right. And um, we took loans and we paid ourselves. And my one job with Files One News went out of business. So I was just working in a restaurant delivering food and she was working on the weekend. So we had to pay the loan, which is unfair. So it's unfair that people had to pay that are also low income. And I just want to say the way that you're speaking, it reminds me of the Bible quote. It says, when I was a child, I thought like a child. You know, when I was a man, I thought... Well, we got the government trying to make us think like children. Mommy and Daddy will take care. Daddy will take care of it for you. Go, go, go. Go play. Daddy will take care of you. More like great-granddaddy will take care of it. (laughs) When I was a college kid, I probably would have went and said, okay, it should be free and everything should be free. But now, like, where you're talking as a man and being responsible and you agreed to take on that loan. And what classes did you take? Lesbian dance theory? (laughs) (laughs) All right, come on, come on, come on. No, I get what you're saying. Andrew, thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. Now maybe people will choose their their classes, their majors, more carefully. Eddie's in Jackson on New Jersey 101.5. Hi, Eddie. Hey, Steve, how are you? I'm good. How about you? Good. I, I got a, first of all, I'm dead against uh, paying any student loan back. Right. I mean, or, uh, if you take on the debt, that's your responsibility. But my brother-in-law, he sent his kid to a, a well-known college. 
spent over 120 grand on the hook and he never went. Now he's an electrician. And a lot of these kids that are taking these, taking these colleges, they don't even use it. It's, it's, it's ridiculous. Well, you know what? Again, you make, you make a decision. You know, you're 17 years old and you decide you want to be a teacher. So you go to college to be a teacher. You get in, you realize that uh, I don't want to be a teacher. Or you realize that, you know, once you once you become a teacher, and today, right, imagine, you get a perfect example. You get your degree to be a teacher. And today, with the way schools are, as we've been talking about for the last three weeks with the bullying, and now we got a teacher who got the crap beat out of her the other day because she took away an Xbox starter. You say, you know what? Get me the hell out of here. I don't want to be around these kids uh, because they're out of control because their parents don't know how to raise them. So now you say, you know what? Maybe teaching isn't for me. So I'm going to go take a job uh, as a drug rep, and I'm going to make six figures uh, as opposed to the teaching salary, which you just learned pays about $38,000. Now, or I'm, I'm not, I'm going to work in a Walmart, whatever I'm going to do, but I'm not going to be a teacher, but you still got to pay that debt. But you, people do change their mind, you know, in life. You know, are you, you're, uh, what, when you were 17, are you doing what, what you set out to do when you were 17? No. Well, man, few people do. You know, you go through phases, you go through changes, and that's part of the college thing. Because that decision you made at 17, that you wrote out through 22... You end up paying for to forty two fifty two more. It could be expensive, expensive uh, decision. Yeah, and and you have to, you know, it's not an easy thing to get right. Thanks for the call to New Jersey one hundred one point five. You have to know that you know that you know, and even then. I mean, if I if I had it to do all, if I were going to go to college again, I'm going to look at the job, not the desire. You know, if you if you love what you're doing, you never work a day in your life. Well, I went to broadcasting school. And a mobile DJ company, uh, I, I love what I'm doing. And I went to a broadcasting school that cost me $1,000, and that was it. And that's it. For a community college for about a couple of months, a couple of hundred dollars, but that's it. But this is what works for me. If I were going to go to college and say, all right, you're going to borrow all this student loan, I got to make sure that I'm going to get that back, that I'm going to do something with this degree that's going to make me that money. And maybe that is, you know, I'm going to be a doctor or I'm going to be do something in healthcare where I can reap that benefit or law or something. But when you look at what people go to school for and you look at, oh, I want to be a teacher, I want to teach elementary school, it sounds noble, it's beautiful, social work is great. Until you get out of college and you, and you start working and you realize how much you're not making. It's fast traffic. Five, Steve Trevelisse, one 1015 New Jersey weather is brought to you by New Jersey Lottery with a 145 million, mega million millions. All right, we'll do this again. <laughs> brought to you by the New Jersey Lottery with a 145 million mega millions jackpot win. That dream vacation could be yours. Buy your family to Bora Bora or on a new private jet for a whole month. Or leave the kids behind with the in-laws. We won't judge. Take a chance on making millions because anything.
can happen in New Jersey. They may even forgive your federal student loan debt. That's what the president would like to do. The Supreme Court justices are saying, what? And uh, here we have the argument. So your thoughts. I put the Twitter poll up. Very simple question. Are you in favor of President Biden's college student debt relief program? Uh, And so far, 218 votes, 74.8% say no, 25.2% say yes. Linda is in Lakewood on New Jersey 101.5. Hi, Linda. Hi there. How are you today? I'm good. You? I know. What's the matter? matter, (laughs) Fine. Thank you. I've been listening to all of this and comparing the student loan to buying a car and all that. Uh, My husband and I both worked. Mm Mm-hmm. And we saved and Mm -hmm. we put away because we had kids and we knew they wanted to go to college and we paid so they wouldn't take out student loans. Right. And they graduated and they grew up and they had kids and they also worked hard. They and their wives worked hard and earned money and put away enough to cover their kids. Hopefully they won't decide to go to graduate school, but... To, to get them through at least four years. Okay. And I want my money back. Yeah, right? <laughs> I mean, if, if they're going to do this, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, I didn't go on the fancy vacations, and I, I saw kids that were taking out loans that I knew what their parents were doing, and their parents were not going to pay for the college. That was the bottom line. You want to go to college, you get a student loan. And I want the vacations that they took. I get what you know, you're saying. I want the fancy cars. I want I want all the stuff that they had because they didn't have to pay for college. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't as much back then, but in today's dollars, it it was. Yeah. You know, hey, that's not fair. No, not fair at all. Linda, thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. David is in Jackson on New Jersey 101.5. What's up, David? Hello, sir. How are you? I'm good. I hear you're not having such a good night. <laughs> yeah, no, but I, I told him that. I get, yeah, I, yeah, but he was he was good. So. Oh, okay. And you I, tell him who you were talking to. Yeah, and and they're fans, so I think that's, that's oh really today. Yeah, uh, fans. I so mean, wait, you got pulled man. over by a cop, and he listens, and he lets you slide. Yeah, because I showed them the I was holding the phone in my hand, man. <laughs> you know, total, total no go, right? But, God bless but why I, I support the police every step of the way. God bless amen. those guys. Amen, amen. Uh, so look at I've got three like little tidbits and then um, an ideal. Um, you you just did this uh, this. Uh, this uh, poll or, or this uh, uh, study right. uh, about the uh, five years after graduation. Right. So the first first thing is I have two daughters. Right. One of them goes to a art school, I won't say where, um, um, but she graduates this year. And her major was uh, uh, artsy, okay? She, uh, like, Makes uh, sense for an art school, right? The major would right. be artsy? Okay. So, so your station... Um, had an article a while back about how much it costs in New Jersey to rent a two-bedroom uh, uh, 
apartment a lot. with uh, the, the with the thirty percent uh, uh, number as the percentage of you know that should go towards housing. A right. hundred thousand dollars a year. Wow. The uh, uh, set designer after five years is lucky to make thirty. So once I showed that article, you know that the, the I uh, what I'm going to do when I go a major when I go to college. Um, conversation change. The second thing is my second daughter. Mm-hmm. Um, she graduates next year. Right. Um, the school, love the school. School is supposed to be a foundation. We have to finish the job at home, right? But uh, they, they, they're pushing them towards this, this complex of you have to go to college. Shoulders the same. Um, you have to go to college, but what are you going to major in? She wants to be a lawyer. And I showed her the thing about where, you know, eventually uh, it, it got turned down by the, uh, uh, pushed against by the Bar Association. But eventually the AI and the chat GPT and all that, you know, you're not going to have a human lawyer, right? You, you, no, no, wait not. a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Uh, you will have yes. a human lawyer. David, no, so, I don't so think it, so, uh, in the end, how do you, uh, in, in the end, how do you feel about in this? The end, uh, my daughter asked me, how would I feel about her going to school online? So I think that's the answer. The complex has to be fed, um, at meaning the, the, the buildings, the, the staff, and God bless so them. you want to put it you all know, online? I think it's cheaper. Well, yeah. It's cheaper, and it's more, uh, it gives more accessibility. But that's a different um, topic. You know, I mean, the topic right now is should the government be paying off federal student loans for people? And, you know, how do you feel about well, that? Absolutely not. That's what I need. 1-800-283-101.5. Greg, I'm going to give you more time. Hang out. Yeah, I mean, let's, let's not lose focus here. What we're talking about is uh, President Biden has a student loan relief program which would cancel $430 billion in student debt for about 40 million borrowers. If it gives $10,000 of debt held by the federal government for individuals who make less than $125,000, it also forgives $10,000 of debt for couples that make less than $250,000, and if it gives up to 20000 of debt held by Pell Grant holders who are mostly lower-income borrowers. So the question question here is, uh, is this a good idea? The uh, Supreme Court justices are questioning this. I've got a Twitter poll up. Now, the Twitter poll, 220 votes, 74.5% say no. I'm sorry, 25.5% say yes. So where are you on this? 1-800-283-101.5. How do you feel about President Biden's college student loan debt relief program? Are you on board or are you not on board? And what did you do? What did you do? What did you do to put yourself or your children through college? It's uh, 9.30. Now the latest New Jersey news from NJ1015.com. The Supreme Court was here. Weather brought to you by Optimum. Optimum Business gives you fast, reliable, secure internet with speeds up to one gig and built-in cybersecurity so you can go farther with everything you do. Call 866-218-2913 or visit Optimum.com slash business today. Steve Trevelings. All right, uh, Springsteen for Kids coming up uh, this Sunday at the Vogel. 
uh, Rock and Roll Playhouse plays the music of Bruce Springsteen for kids. Playing that music will be Eddie Testa, and he's going to call in about uh, 10 after 10, and we'll talk about Springsteen for kids. And we'll talk about the bands that you learned through your parents. But 1-800-283-101.5. What's going on right now is the uh, Supreme Court justices have a lot of questions regarding President Biden's uh, college student loan relief program. And uh, it's been contested uh, the last couple of days, started today. And I want to know how you feel about it. 1-800-283-101.5. Greg is in freehold on New Jersey 101.5. What's up, pal? Hey, Steve. So I'm against this uh, plan, on, on, and I have a, multiple explanations. First, he doesn't have the power as president. Right? Only Congress can appropriate money, and that's, right. that's what he's doing, first. Um, second, you know, why is the government even in the student loan business? Right? The, the word education doesn't exist in the Constitution anywhere. There's no constitutional authorization for the federal government to be in education. And we ask why, you know, this wouldn't be such a big deal if college wasn't so expensive. But college is outrageously expensive. It gets more and more expensive every year. And the reason it gets so expensive is because the federal government is involved, right? They pump tens of billions of dollars into uh, loans, grants, and money directly to colleges because the politicians want to control the schools. They, all, the, all this money has strings attached. They want to control what the schools teach and, and how they teach it, and they want to buy votes. So now they have uh, you know, tens of millions of, of Americans with these student loans all of which are on the books of the government, and now Biden wants to wave them away just to buy votes, right? So it's, it's a political ploy. Sure. And, right, and if, if education were just a personal decision, just like buying clothing or something, then market forces would apply, and college wouldn't be nearly as expensive as it is today. But it is a personal decision. Girls, the problem is it's got the best PR anywhere, your parents. Right, and college is important for some. I mean, I have three girls, two of whom are at the University of South Carolina. Right. And they gave us in-state tuition, so it was a no-brainer to send them down there. Right. It was the cheapest school, and it's a great school. But college isn't for everybody, right? And there's, well, not everybody gets that. That's very true. Uh, it's a huge industry, uh, The you know, working with your hands, plumbers, electricians, carpenters, what have you. You know, it's a, these are all respectable, high-paying jobs, and we all depend on them right. to do work in our homes. And, you know, and there's thousands of other jobs that don't require college degrees. But some people believe that it's the only route to success. It is one of many routes to success. It's not the only one. And it's not for everyone. And what I told my girls is, um, is you know, you, you, college is for them. It, it works for them. But I wouldn't pay for any, you know, silly majors like French literature or something like that. They each had to pick concrete majors that have useful uh, degree, that are useful degrees and have jobs waiting for them at the end because and after well, that's the only way it could work. Yeah, that's the only way. I just had an article today. College, Ten majors with the lowest median salary within five years of graduation. If you're paying off a student loan, you don't have time. You don't have five years to waste making no money. You got to hit the ground running as far as money goes. And that's, uh, you know, that's part of the problem, you know, that we don't, college doesn't always afford people the opportunity to make that kind of money. And a lot of people just don't stay in the field that they went to college for, yet they're still saddled with the debt. But when all is said and done, Greg, it comes down to a personal decision 
to go to college and to take on that debt. And if you decided to take it on, regardless of the circumstances, you should be the one to pay it. Thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. I mean, that's the way it should be. And I finally, it's 940. And from 7 o'clock, we finally have an open board. If you want to get on and talk about this, 215-592. I'm sorry. If you want to talk about this, 1-800-283-101.5. I'm giving a, I'm looking at the wrong number. What, what, what a genius. 1-800-283-101.5. Yeah, I'm as shocked as you are. That wasn't my home number, so don't call. <laughs> it was dial a prayer. <laughs> One time I had a sales guy. I was working on a radio station in Long Branch, my first job. And this guy calls me up. This salesman I used to break his chops all the time. And he asked me for a number of a client. And I literally gave him the number for dial a prayer. And he calls me back, you son of a son. <laughs> Bless you, my son. But So uh, I put the Twitter poll up. And uh, let's see what we got here. On, on the Twitter poll, uh, are you in favor of President Biden's uh, college student debt relief program? Uh, 233 votes, 75.5% no, 24.5% yes. Uh, Alfred tweets me, most of the student loan debt is from private loans. He has no power over the private companies to eliminate debt. Tony D, just suspend the interest so the student debt doesn't accumulate. Sports are best as soon as I get money back that I paid to send three children to college, I will then support Biden. And that's a great point. How do you feel if you spend all your life working, not taking a vacation, sacrificing so your kids can go to college, sacrificing so that you can go to college? And now, you know, El Presidente swoops in and he's going to forgive the student loan debt. That's kind of like a slap in the face, no? 1-800-283-101.5. Uh, let's get Jiffy in Manalpin. What's up, Jiffy? Jiffy, you there? Hey, Stevie, how you doing, buddy? I'm good. What's up? No, I don't even know what we're talking about, but I got a great Gemini story for you. Yeah. Oh, wait, wait. Hold on, hold on. No, no. Call, call tomorrow night because I want him to hear it fresh like I will. All right, good. Yeah. Call back. Call back tomorrow night. I yeah, got it. I was on the phone. All right. All right, okay. I, I was uh, I was at his house on Sunday. I got stories to tell you. You're gonna you're gonna have a good time. Yeah, absolutely. We all went over. We all went over to Gemini's for dinner. Mark Rick and Don and his wife and kids. Myself, Jeff Norris, and uh, the very funny wife Renee DiLorenzo. and uh, Ryan was there. It was a good time. It was a good time. And uh, I, I got I got stories for you. One eight hundred two eight three one zero one point five. Man. This has been, this is, this is just caught on all night long. Are you in favor of President Biden's college student debt relief program? Should the government be picking up the tab for college tuition, for student loans? Why not? It's just the way we are. The government giveth. And the government giveth some more. Reliable. New Jersey 101.5 congratulates Special Olympics New Jersey on their Seaside Heights polar bear plunge. Over 7,000 brave folks got freezing for a reason. Raised over $2.6 million. Check out pictures and videos from the polar bear plunge on our free app at nj1015.com. Thanks to our sponsor, Parks Casino and Sportsbook, and everyone who warmed their heart and got cold for Special Olympics New Jersey. All right, 1-800-283-101.5. Uh, Springsteen for kids. Okay. 
We'll find out more about it when Eddie Costa calls in at 10.10. Are you in favor of President Biden's college student debt relief program? Kayla's in Elizabeth on New Jersey 101.5. Hi, Kayla. Hello. How uh, you doing? I heard a lot of people. Oh, I'm good. I heard a lot of people uh, posing it. I just wanted to jump in real quick. I'm actually on my way to uh, school right now. Um, just what school you go to? To Rutgers. What are you majoring in? Economics. Oh no! Oh, I, that, you got a shot with that. I got, I got the ten worst programs here for uh, ten majors with the lowest median salary. Five years after graduation, economics is not here, so you're in good shape. You're in good shape. Okay. Um, yeah. So it's about like twenty five thousand a year. This is just for a state college. This right. is like over four years. A lot of people are saying education is kind of like. A personal choice, and right. I feel like at this point, at this economy, it's kind of not a choice. Sure, it is. Every job you look at, well, okay, sure, but any any job that I've been looking at has been telling me needs a bachelor degree, two years experience, master's degree. So it kind of feels like to be competitive in this market, right. you have to have a degree. Um, and it's kind of like the government should step in because this is something that's like harming Americans. This morning, I saw an article saying like Clarence Thomas was still paying on his student loans, like. Uh, how old is he? I don't know. A hundred. Court, and he's still paying student loans. Okay, so the, the but the point isn't to take away the debt. The point is to go after the people causing the debt, so that it's easier to borrow the loan. You know, so that it's easier to borrow money. The point is to go after the colleges to find out why they're overcharging you so much. That's where the that's where you're actually going to make a difference. But to just you know throw money at people doesn't solve any problems. Well, it's not throwing money; it's saving us from like two hundred dollars a month loan payments. Like right, but you now. but you chose to take those payments. That, you know that that was a personal decision made by you. Paul's in Summit under Jersey one hundred one point five. Hi, Paul. Hi, how are you? I'm good. You. I'm good. Well, I think the first thing is that, yeah. you know, there's so much student debt out there that the chances of default are so high that you have to address it anyway. I mean, it's the next credit default slot problem. I mean, the, the, it, it's, it, it's outrageous the amount of money. I happen to be privileged, and I've educated my five kids, and it's cost me over a million dollars post-tax money. And, and my kids well, When you say you're privileged, did you work or did you just uh, inherit? People work. You what? No, I didn't inherit. I didn't inherit anything. You but lots of people. So you're not, you're not privileged because you busted your ass and worked. You worked. No, it's, it's not that. There's lots of people bust their ass but can't afford to spend that sort of money on an education. Okay, and, yeah, right. But again, but the point is, you know, you you worked for the money. We're talking. If we don't subsidize education in this country, like most of Western civilization, right. what you're going to have is you're going to have. The rich get rich and the poor get poor, which is how it is. At the end of the day... But college isn't the only choice out there. You know, there are other ways that you can make money. Why are, we, why are you screaming? I'm talking to you, and you're talking over me. It's not like, it's not like hey, I'm going to put Paul on the air and go make a sandwich and come back in five minutes till Paul's done talking. This is a conversation. You talk, I talk back, and then we go back and forth. So when I talk, you don't talk over me, right? I want to hear what you have to say, but I want you to hear what I have to say. Go ahead. Well, go ahead. You know, my point is, if you want to go after the colleges, you want to go after the loan companies, how do we fix this in the future? How do we, how do we make college affordable? But college isn't the only game in town. There are trade schools. 
you know, the, the trade school's great for those that want to go to trade school. But at the end of the day, you're talking about, oh, you can only do degrees in those things that are going to give you the job. So you're basically saying the arts and things like that, they're not important. No, what I'm saying is the it's people rich, who can make money. And, all right, but if you're, but Paul, if, if you're in a situation where you have to pay a student loan debt, then you got to go in something that's going to enable you to pay that debt. True or false? But, but the the point is, you want a society that's that's wholesome. You want I agree with you. The economics, everything. That takes, not everything pays the same amount of money. Okay, but in that situation, then you have to figure out. Now, wait a minute. Now, I'm taking what you say. Okay, so if we're only going after the high-paying jobs, the low-paying jobs will go away. Now, what do we do? We, so we're going to live in poverty, so we keep these low-paying jobs going on? Then you've got to find a way to, to get the low-paying jobs higher. But it's not about, you know, just forgiving student loan debt, which was, you know, a personal decision. By it's the not going to get paid back anyway. It's not going to get paid back. They can't afford to pay it back. It's never getting paid back. So you may as well come to the realization it's not getting paid back. And let's make the most and figure out the right way to do education in this country. Because right now it's broken. And it's right. only for the rich. It's only for the rich. And only the rich can afford it. And basically, as that girl that was just on was saying to you, really, you know, it, it, most jobs that are high paying are, are, are require a degree. Again, not all jobs require, I understand completely what she's saying, and I feel for her, but again, it's not all jobs require a degree. You know, and I understand you've got to go to get it, but again, now you're, now you're back to your argument about the high-paying jobs. Paul, thanks. National winner for Best Newscast, New Jersey 101.5, has received the 2022 Edward R. Murrow Award for Best Newscast. Oh. We bring you our best because you bring us yours. Proud to be New Jersey 101.5. WKXW Trenton. WKXW. When that moon gets big and bright, it's supernatural. Yes, it is. Ah, Steve Trebleese and you. 1-800-283-101.5 is the number. We spent like three hours talking about student loan debt. I can't imagine what it must be like trying to start out today. And uh, with the price of everything and uh, the, the returns on what you're spending, we could go on for hours. And we already did, so I don't want to do that anymore. <laughs> uh, you know, Friday night... Uh, I brought my friend Eddie Testa on stage at the Independence uh, Hall in Asbury Park. Uh, hey, I'm from Freehold, too, and a man willing to admit he's from Freehold, Eddie Testa, joins me now. Great job on Friday night, my friend. Great job by you. Thank you very much, and as you, like, you did a great job also, Steve. Yeah, well, you know, I... I I, I worked out the intro and that was great, but I gotta tell you, man, when you're doing comedy over the intermission, that's like that's like hell. <laughs> I'm telling Joe, everybody's going, the lights are on, who's going to get what? And I'm just firing away. Uh, but man, I had no idea that uh, I should know more about you. I mean, your music was so good. I hadn't heard it. And the the range that you had when you did Angel, it's, I felt my hair grow. It sounded like an 80s heavy metal song. And it was written to your wife. And the other songs that you did, they were all like just really cool records. They were all, all original, but just really cool songs. I know why when I see them on Facebook, I call you up and say, Eddie, come down and play this song. Because they were all right on. <laughs> well, I really appreciate that and I'll always 
appreciate your support, man. You know that. I know that. And what I what I want to know now, though, this is a, this this strikes me a little odd. You are doing on Sunday at noon at the Vogel, uh, the Bruce Springsteen for kids. Yeah, that, that seems kind of odd to me. <laughs> Bruce, does, does Bruce does Bruce Springsteen music translate to kids? Actually, it does. Yeah, we've done it. We've done it before. Yeah. And uh, uh, the kids have a blast. And uh, listen, they, good music is good music. They don't know who it is. No. So you know, how, maybe, how does it go over? Do, I mean, they might be. It goes over fantastic. Because yeah. The company that puts it on uh-huh. is uh, they, they make it they make it enjoyable for the kids. So the kids, you know, they have a lot of fun. They have all these little things that they do with the kids while the songs are going on. You know, like, do they make them run while you play Born to Run? <laughs> yeah, yeah, they actually they do. Yeah, really? You know, like the 10th Avenue freeze out and then the song stops and the kids freeze. Oh, that's cool. Uh, yeah, I mean, they do all these little things with each song. So it's, uh, you know, it, 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 it's a lot of fun. It's an hour hour show uh-huh. at the Vogel. It's from 12 to 1, and their parents should bring their kids down here and have just have a blast with them. Now, you've done this before, right? We did it one other time, yeah. How many, like, what are the ages of the kids that come? Oh, God, from babies to 12, 13-year-olds. Yeah, and who better to play Bruce Springsteen's music? I mean, yo, you do a great job of it. And, uh, and you know, like, your music style is so close. Tell me, like, when, uh, the thing that made me think about this, how much music did we learn from our parents? You know, like like when you were a little kid, you were talking about, you know, singing into the mop handles when you had to clean the house and freehold as you were writing your music. What was some of the songs? Like what was some of the music that you learned, that you were turned on to by your parents? Well, um, my father was really into into the soul music, the Otis Redding and Wilson Pickett. Yeah. But he was also into the Rascals and, the, and you know, the Four Seasons. And obviously, the Beatles when they came, you know. Um but really, really, my household was like a really R&B house. Yeah. You know? It wasn't like country western, even though I'm sure, you know, like, uh, you know, I, I remember hearing Hank Williams, uh-huh. you know, stuff, stuff like that. But there was already older stuff that they would just play here and there. But oh. um, my mother loved the 50s and the 60s music, you know. Now, what about the British Invasion? Because there was so much going on at the same time in that era. You had the soul, you had the Motown, you had the British Invasion, you had the folk music. Well, that all was a mixture of other people in my life, you know, not, not in my household so much. Um, you know, my, my father, like I said, we, we were like an R&B household. Right. Uh-huh. <laughs> and, uh, but, you know, my friends and friends that I met in high school mm-hmm. that, uh, you know, they, like when I got in high school, I didn't know who, who Van Morrison was. I didn't know who, uh, the Eagles were, or Bachman Turner Overdrive and, you know, bad company. I learned all that from other people in my life, people right. that I met in high school, you know, they, because they, you know, I had a group of friends and believe it or not, we called ourselves the Kramit brothers. And, uh, we, uh, you know, uh, we, th- it was always like, uh, you know, the, the Eagles and bad company, like I said, you know, that kind of music. And then, uh, yes. And, uh, you know, Everson Lincoln Palmer. I mean, there was just so many Zeppelin. I mean, it was just, you know, I, I'd hang out with one group of, of people and I'd listen to that kind of stuff and I'd hang out with, 
you know, uh, the people from my neighborhood and mm-hmm. it was all R and B stuff. It was all, you know, listening to the, the stylistics and, you know, Al Green was one of my great, you know, Earth, Wind and Fire. I mean, so it was the people I was hanging out with that I got my influences from. I'm surprised the range of your voice. Like when you did Angel, you sang it in an octave that I thought I would hurt myself if I tried to do. <laughs> <laughs> I'm lucky to be able to still do that every now and then. You know? uh, really? <laughs> I was like, wow, he's doing that himself. Uh, so, like, if, 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 like, if there was a band that you could say, like, you know, I got that, I got that from my dad, I got that from my parents, this is what they were listening to, and then, like, you got turned on to that band, and, like, you say, oh, wow, I love these guys, and, and, and you discovered them through your parents, who would those bands be? Rascals? Rascals, because I, I loved, you know, Felix's voice. He was, you know, when I first heard them, I thought they were R&B band. I thought they were a black group, you know? Yeah, a lot and, of people uh, did. You know, yeah, and I, I was like, his voice was so cool to me, mm-hmm. you know? Um, but the, uh, there, there was, there, there's so many different people in my, in my musical category. That's why I'm, that's why I, I do when I do my my cover shows I do some rock and roll and I do some R and B yeah when I do the cover band thing and I think my originals come through as some some of them are got a little soul to them with the rock definite flavor yeah definite soul flavor so you know um, you know uh, I mean listen to Temptations I. Well, Aretha Franklin, Gladys Knight, and the Pips. I like the girl vocal groups, believe it or not. How about you know, that? I like Lou Christie. I liked Frankie Valley. You're going to hurt yourself doing those voices. I like that. Yeah, yeah. But <laughs> back when I was younger, I could do it. You know, now I can get away with it. Yeah. You, know? you got to say, did you have to save up for it? Behind me. <laughs> What? Did you have to save up for it? Okay, I'm going to do it Friday night. <laughs> yeah, I do. I, I go, okay, let's do this on Friday because Saturday, I don't know if I'm going to be able to cut that one. <laughs> I, I pretty much get through, through it every night because I got such a great band. You know? Yeah, you really do. They, you uh, really do. Ilya on the drums is amazing. The whole band, Ilya, yeah. Ron, John, Jeff, Neil. Absolutely. And, you know, I, I got so many compliments, not only on the show, mm-hmm. but I got so many compliments saying when people saw the band, how much love the band has for each other and respect for each other that we, we have playing together. You could feel that. Yeah. You could feel that on the stage. You could feel that in the room. It was, it, it, it seriously was a love fest. All right. Now this Sunday, uh, 12 o'clock at the Vogel, Eddie Test the Band plays the music of Bruce Springsteen for kids. Uh, what are some of the songs you're going to be playing? Um, well, the, the typical Born to Run, Rosalita. Um, uh, I think we're doing, uh, 10th Avenue Freeze Out. That kind of stuff, you know. 10th Avenue Freeze Out for sure. Okay. I'll be dancing in the dark. You turn the lights off? (laughs) They do. Really? Look at this. See, you make make games out of it. I love this. This is excellent. (laughs) That's what that, well, they do it. It's it's a company that does that, Uh you know? It's a great idea. Yeah, yeah. Let me, and they do it, they don't do it just for Bruce Springsteen. They do it all over the country. Mm -hmm. And they do different themes. One night was the Beatles. One night was somebody else. Uh, 
they do all different themes throughout the country. Uh, they do it in Philly. They the last we did uh we did Vogel last year and mm-hmm. then Philly also. What a concept! So yeah, yeah. I mean, and people come out. I mean, it's pretty. Yeah, it sounds great. Fun. All yeah, right, kiddo. So uh, hey, I'm from Freehold too. Be coming out soon. The downloads and all that. And uh, this weekend you got this. And uh, what else you doing? I got Bum Rogers on Saturday, and then the headliner for Belmar St. Patrick's Day Parade after party at uh, Belmar uh, at the headliner. All right, uh, four to eight. Yeah, at the headliner, four to eight on Sunday. All right, it sounds great. Vogel show. All right, go get some sleep. We'll talk soon. Hey, I appreciate you having me on, Steve. Always, you know, you're always, you've been a great friend. Oh, you got it. it. Same here, my friend. Yeah. Take soon. All right, 1-800-283-101.5. Here's New Jersey 101.5 Fast Traffic. Trouble East. I go to nj1015.com and uh, check out where to get the best chocolate in New Jersey. I got that up there for you. The best Italian delis in New Jersey. Because uh, when it comes to Italian deli, who better than New Jersey? And uh, Johnny Special, the meet the balls. They were voted the best balls in New Jersey. And that's some title when you got the best balls in New Jersey. And you go to nj1015.com and you read all about it. And uh, tomorrow you'll read about the uh, Bruce Springsteen for kids. You know, it's an incredible concept. When I saw this, I'm thinking, Bruce Springsteen for kids? <laughs> and I'm thinking, I don't know, everybody sing along. And the black dog, that been not going to work. Uh, but, I mean, the way Eddie describes it, you know, they make games out of it. And it it got me thinking. I mean, I I like that. 10th Avenue freeze out and they all stop. You know, they they, they play games around the music, which is excellent. Dancing in the dark, turn off the lights, right? Uh, Born in the USA is going to be a little difficult to reenact. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, but anyway, uh, I wanted, what got me thinking Mm. how many kids, like these little, these kids are going to come and they're going to hear Bruce's music with their parents and they're going to love it because the parents love it because they love what the parents love their kids. And as they get older, they're going to become Bruce fans. And like my generation, my generation, uh, was different because I came from the era of the generation gap. So my generation, my father was, uh, you know, it was Sinatra. You know, my old man was Sinatra, Dean Martin, the Rat Pack, uh, Louis, uh, Jimmy Roselli would come to my grandmother's house on Sunday. It was all the old Italian, right. Uh, now, I, on the other hand, you know, the, it was the Beatles, it was the Stones, it was Zeppelin, it was, you know, I was more of a fan of, like, pop music. So... Yeah. Uh, my when my friends would want to hear Zeppelin and uh, the Who, I like the Who. But when they wanted to hear Zeppelin and heavy metal, I was throwing in Jay and the Americans. Uh, just to, you know, that's the whole thing. But but the point is, hmm. now like in retrospect, I listen to Sinatra. I think of my father. You know, I think of what it was like to be at my grandmother's house on Sunday morning with the espresso and the Adazette and all the, everybody around the table and all that. It was kind of like the opening of The Godfather, if you see it. <laughs> uh, but, but Italian neighborhood. But I'm wondering, who are the, who's the music that you were introduced to by your parents? Like, you know, how many kids were sitting around in car seats hearing the Beatles? 
or hearing the Eagles or hearing anybody. Yeah. And even though it's not their generation, it's not their music, but then again, it became their music. And they grow up fans of Pink Floyd. You know, how many kids are Pink Floyd fans? They're like 12, 13 years old. They're still running around with Pink Floyd shirts on. So who are the music? Like when you were a kid, was there any bands or any musicians or singers that you became a fan of because your parents liked the music or they, they introduced you to the music? Uh, so, uh, I mean, there was Santana, my dad, that was his favorite. So we, he had like a bunch of those CDs, um, Foreigner, he, the four album. Um, I know that one pretty well. Oh, uh, with urgent. Yeah. Urgent and all those songs. Waiting um, for a girl like you. Yeah. Uh, the journey album that has like all the symbols on it with like the scarab and stuff. Don't all sorts stop of believing. Things. Yeah. Uh, Laura's in freehold on New Jersey. One hundred one point five. Hi, Laura. Hi, how are you? Good. How about you? Very good. All right. Tell me who's your, who. Now, who the, the the who did you get introduced to by your parents? My father always listened to Anne Murray. Shadows in the moonlight. Yep, and um, John Denver. Okay. Uh, who else? Oh, my mother, Engelbert Humperdinck. Really. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Please release me. Let me go. <laughs> and he still performs, too. He's a hundred and he does. He does. Uh, now, I had a chance to put him on. I had a chance to get him on, and I forget. He didn't want We, we were going to do it, and then he backed out. Oh. Uh, he's very. Oh, no. he, yeah, he, I know. He, I, I would have talked to him. <laughs> I, you know what? I, I like Tom Jones, uh, and he's a hundred. Uh, and, and, and women still throw, like, uh, depends at him. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, well, when he was well, women used to throw their panties at Tom Jones. This really? goes back to the sixties. He was very sexy. Am I right? Am I right, Laura? You're you're right. Before mm -hmm. my time, but I know what you're talking about. I know. Okay, my time too. All right, now, uh, uh, I so so and now John, now John Denver was great. Yeah, good choice. And you became fans of John Denver and Anne Murray. Yep, and uh, Crystal Gale. Now that we're talking about it. Uh huh. Nice. Okay. She had the really, really long hair. Yes. Mm -hmm. uh, Loretta Lynn's sister. So you're more like country folk. Um, I am now, mm -hmm. but I listened to the old country growing up. Yeah. Nice. All right, Laura. Thanks for calling New Jersey 101.5. Let's get Pete and Ewing. Hi, right, Pete. Who did your parents turn you on to? Uh, my uncle. He was like my father. He uh -huh. taught me a lot of stuff. And I, um, I loved his music, and believe it or not, Buddy Holly, yeah, and the Beach Boys, nice, you know, real music, real music, and I still listen to it this day. My kids listen to it. I listen to it every night on the way home. I love Buddy Holly. Uh, you know what? I have a sweatshirt that says, "I don't need therapy. I just need to listen to Buddy Holly." All right, all right. So, growing up. Yeah. Who did your parents turn you on to? One band comes to mind. My dad first introduced me to Led Zeppelin when I was like 10. And, and wow, you had the coolest dad on earth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They've been blowing my mind ever since. But it was all classic rock when I was a kid growing up with my dad. It was 50s and 60s and classic rock. My mom just listened to... Neil Diamond and Glenn Campbell, so I didn't hang out with her much. But, uh, you know. <laughs> so. And it's funny because, uh, so your dad grounded you. 
Yeah. In music, there was supposed to be rebellion. <laughs> yes, exactly. And then I'm showing him Nirvana and Pearl Jam when I'm a kid. He goes, eh. And, that's bonding. <laughs> yeah. See, that, that's, I, I never had that. With me, it was rebellion. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Now, now it's bonding. <laughs> My kids, they started out with the Beatles. Mm. And uh, then they, like, uh, from there, they went to Fall Out Boy. Oh, really? Now, uh, now they're more like, they're not as much into music, but uh, they like more the rap. You know, can I tell you something really quickly? My five-year-old son, every time I pick him up from school he asks for one song what's that and that's black sabbath's iron man because he thinks it's about you know he, the superhero. Movie, he goes yeah. dad put on iron man iron man put it on repeat repeat uh, repeat so hopefully i can get the black sabbath in there soon it's only a matter of time <laughs> 10 30 now the latest new jersey news trouble is who are the bands the musicians the singers that you learned about through your parents uh sunday at the vogel springsteen for kids Starting at noon, performed by the Eddie Testa Band. And uh, Springsteen for kids. So basically, we're turning the children on to Bruce. And they do it for the Beatles. They do it for a lot of groups. So I'm thinking, like, you know, growing up, how much music did you learn about? Not so much through your friends, but through your parents. And that's when you first get introduced to music. I personally introduced my sons to the Beatles. They were one year old. And uh, from there, uh, Barb is in Philadelphia on New Jersey 101.5. Hey, Barb. Barb, you there? Barbara. Hello? Hi, Barb. <laughs> I had it on mute by accident. I'm sorry. Oh, that's okay. How are you? I'm, I'm good. It's been a while I've called. My mom got me into Harry Belafonte and Calypso music. Really? And and she loves Terry Como. If she was alive, she'd be uh, almost, I think, 98. Now. Mambo Italiano. <laughs> I, I, and also Rosemary Clooney. Really? Although the early big band Terry 50s. Como. Okay. Mm -hmm. And then my father's from Jersey City, and his family listened to Tommy Dorsey, uh, those big band types. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> That's where Sinatra started. He was in. He started in Tommy Dorsey's band. You know, it was funny. My, um, I lived with my grandmother for a while when I was fifteen, and uh, the other day I was in a produce market in uh, uh, in East Windsor, and my son was in the car, and I called him to come inside. And when he came inside, for a different reason, but they're piping Mario Lanza through the uh, wow. through this way, be my love and i remember my grandmother used to hear mario lanza and the tears would come down her eyes oh <laughs> made God, me think of that funny. yeah funny. how about that yeah so so that's how you got interest, introduced to all that that's music that, my mom loved calypso music i really enjoyed um harry belafonte and the calypso music the, the tommy dorsey and stuff and there was a glenn miller i think it was another big mm -hmm. band um, and they were all before your time. They, they were all, yeah. Oh, I just, you know, we'd go to family functions up at Uncle Buddy's or whatever, and they'd all have to break out the, uh, I think they were even 78s. Uh-huh. Yeah. And they'd be playing Tommy Dorsey, you know, I, like I said, I never, that never grabbed me, but the, the Calypso I loved. Uh-huh. They all, <laughs> all to New Jersey 101.5. John is in Lawrenceville on New Jersey 101.5. Hey, John. Hey, Steve, how are you, buddy? Oh, good. How are you? I haven't, I haven't talked to you for last week. I missed you up at the, uh, what's it called, the home show. I, 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 oh, I you didn't come to the talk, hear me talk to the uh, Lord of Laundry? No, yeah. I, I wanted to see you, but my he wife was, was hungry after that. I left a little before you got there. Oh, that's okay. That's okay. Oh, look, 
You talked about Tom Jones earlier. You're going to love it. Uh, uh, my, I was eight. My brother was nine. Right. My parents and my aunt took me down to the Latin Casino when I was eight years old to see Tom Jones because they had no babysitters. Wow. Wow. <laughs> what a show you got to see. Yeah. You know, it was in Cherry Hill. It was uh -huh. a big nightclub. And let me tell you, I'm sitting there going, I got to be this guy. The women were taking their face. <laughs> uh, yeah, exactly. Throwing them, on, throwing them on stage, and I'm going like this. My mom's like she's trying to cover my eyes. I'm like, Mom, I'm good with this, you know? <laughs> I'm good with this, Mom. It's okay, Mom. Don't worry about it. Yeah, yeah. okay. Yeah. And, of course, the Righteous Brothers were big, and, and yeah. somebody mentioned Neil Diamond. And I still listen to Neil Diamond today. I got my daughter into that. Of course, I was a rocker going back. But the Tom Jones thing, I had to tell you, I saw him when I was eight years old. Oh, my God. Wow. This is all when you were kids and you get introduced to them through your parents. You know, and then you once they kind of start you off and then you find your own musical way. Oh, Steve, I wanted to be him as soon as I saw what was going on. <laughs> <laughs> he was an amazing man, Tom Jones. You know what? Here's the funny thing about Tom Jones. He's like 83 now. And two years ago, when he was, when he was 80 years old, he had the number one album in England. What? Yeah, amazing. Tom Jones. He's still he's yeah. still got it. And if you, his son manages him now, and he's still oh, got really? the voice. But they used to he used to have his own TV show, and it was on ABC. And all he would do for the entire sixty minutes was sing. He'd bring <laughs> different people out to sing with him. But there'd be one segment of the show that it'd be a microphone. It'd be on like it was on at nine o'clock at night, about quarter to ten. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Tom Jones. And you see the hand grip the mic. The fist would grip the mic, take it off the stand, and he would go into this wild dancing Elvis singing act, and women would lose their minds. Yeah, uh, he, was, he was huge, Tom Jones. And here's the fun, I'll, I'll tell you a fun fact. You know the song It's Not Unusual? Oh, yeah. It's you know, not unusual to be loved by anyone. You know who played lead guitar on it? Uh, no, you got me on that one. Jimmy Page. Jimmy Page? <laughs> Jimmy Page. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, before Jimmy Page joined Led Zeppelin, he was a session man. He played on most of those 60s records. Wow. Oh, my God. I, I saw Led Zeppelin at the Garden in 1976. Oh, my God. I'll tell you a funny story real fast. It's 1976, right? And uh, B Street, you know, Glenn from the B Street Band and myself and this guy, Jerry DePillo, we were inseparable. And Led Zeppelin tickets are going on sale. I think it was a Tuesday morning at 10 o'clock. So we go, I was going to Marlboro High School at the time. And we go to school, and uh, they tell me. I, I didn't care about Led Zeppelin. I was more Jane Americans. I said, listen, we, uh, we went to the vice principal, and we got you out of class so that you can drive us to the east of the Brunswick Square Mall to get the Led Zeppelin tickets. Stupid me. Really? Yeah, okay, come on. So we go. Uh -huh. And when we get there, the line, it was in the furniture department. So all coming down the corridor. On the back, you know, uh, the, the, like the staircase, the side staircase at Bamberg, it was then Bambergers, uh, are lined with kids waiting for the tickets to go on sale at 10 o'clock. And it was so crowded that they come out and announce that they are not going to sell the tickets. Sorry, Ticketmaster is closed. We will not be selling the Led Zeppelin what? tickets. The oh. next thing I remember, 
is the flooding of uh, people just flood the furniture department. I remember China closets being tumbled down. They literally destroyed the place. The cops are coming. I grabbed Glenn. <laughs> Come on, let's get out of here. We run out the. We got the hell out of there. Yeah, uh, people remember it. They uh, they were they went crazy. They rioted because there was no reason not to sell them tickets. Yeah. But apparently the machine crashed or whatever, and all these kids waiting in line. And those in those days, you just waited in line for what was then Ticketron, and uh, yeah, and then I go to school and I get a cut slip, and that was a whole other story. Fortunately, I was able to lie my way out of that. All right, John, we'll talk tomorrow night on Trevi, okay? Yeah, actually, I'm going to call you tomorrow night, Steve. All right, we'll talk then. All right, 1-800-283-101.5, headlines and trev lines coming up. Jersey News. 101.5 giving you free family fun in American Dreams Nickelodeon Universe theme park. Just, oh, wait a minute. Uh, 1-800-283-101.5. You know what we're going to do right now? The one thing we're going to do right now is this. I've got news for you. Excellent news. Now it's time for Headlines and Trev Lines. I read the news today. Oh, doctor, doctor, give me the news. There's Steve comments on the headlines of New Jersey. Brace yourself, folks. For mind-blowing news. As only Steve can. What the hell's going on out here? A very good question. I gotta turn your mic on. <laughs> that would help a little bit. <laughs> so the police uh, have found in uh, Paris have found almost a ton of cocaine that washed up on their shores. What? Yeah. So uh, see, the, it's from the Associated Press. It says uh, seashells, seaweed, and nearly a ton of to- of cocaine. These That's- are a few of my favorite things. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. So the police are investigating how the drugs even wound up there in the first place. Um, but it wound up there, uh, just two, two large packages of coke tied together with rope. Um, it washed up there early today. And uh, apparently, this is the latest in a string of uh, different cocaine-related crimes making their way into Europe. Really? Yeah, I would have thought cocaine had already found its way over to Europe. But Yeah, I would have figured that too. But apparently, it's just making headway now. Okay. Um, yeah. Uh, so, uh, people who think they're attractive are less likely to wear masks, a study has found. Of course. Yeah. So, people who wear masks... think they're too good looking. Exactly. Yeah, so researchers asked over about a thousand people, um, how they attractive, how attractive they deem themselves, and then, uh, whether or not they would wear a mask on, like, a day-to-day trip. What they and, say? Well, those who found themselves to be more attractive didn't wear the mask because they felt it made them less attractive. And those who were less attractive found that the mask, because it covered part of their face, it made them possibly more attractive because you couldn't see part of their face anymore. <laughs> I get like people with acne probably wanted to wear the mask, right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I think the weirdest thing I found with the masks, though, you know, whether or not you like the masks or not, um, I, pe- uh, I, I read something that... Um, it it's not good. It wasn't good for your teeth wearing the masks all the time because your breath would constantly go back in your mouth. That would make sense. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. Yeah. It took get, bad breath wasn't a problem when you had the mask, right? That's true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you have bad breath, I guess that's another reason to want to. Or bad teeth. Yeah. <laughs> Who knew? There you go. Uh, there's now a 24-hour Rocky TV channel coming to the get out of here. Coming to Pluto TV. Yeah. Our 24. Well, they just show the six movies over and over again. Yes. Actually, that is exactly yeah. it. Yeah, just loop of si- of those six. And what I if guess, somebody's going to make money on that? 
They I mean, how much did they pay for it in the first place? And then, you know, how many how times? Could they got to be public domain. I don't know. How much could they be? I don't even know. But I don't And then what, do they have like Stallone interviews in between? Or could they run Creed? It's a back-to-back -back marathon. <clears throat> and yes, it, it's Continuously. Actually, yes, continuously. And um, it is... How long is, is that going to last? Uh, it, it doesn't say how long it's going to last, but it is limited. Um, and, I would imagine. Uh, Creed 3 is opening in theaters this weekend, which is probably why. Stallone won't go. Yeah. He did not like Creed 3. He, is, he, is he in it? No. Is that, that's they, probably they, why. No, no. He, <laughs> they, they wanted him to do Rocky 7. And Seven. apparently he's not making uh, the money that he wants to make with his partner, Erwin Winkler. So he said, could we just level the playing field here? Can I make a little money on something I created 45 <laughs> years ago? Uh, and he's not doing it. They, he had started writing yeah. Rocky 7. Rocky 7, seriously. <laughs> there would be a Rocky 7, yes. Uh, but, uh, yeah, he, uh, you know what? The movies are great. Rocky's probably the greatest love story it's the greatest sports movie. I mean, it's so many things. Uh, Can I tell you something that's going to break your heart? What's that? You know, like I've Rocky. never seen a single Rocky film. Never even started. Watch one. one. See what you think. Really? Watch never. one. It's not. <laughs> you know, it, it's not a. It, it's. It is and it isn't. It's a boxing movie. It's a love. There's so many things. But watch. Watch one. See yeah. what you think. I'm not going to tell you what. The, I mean, watch one and see yeah. what you think. There's so much. Uh, there's so much in every one. Yeah. And you know, so many quotable things. It's kind of like Star Wars, Star Trek, I guess, yeah. uh, which I've never seen. I've seen Star you, Trek. You've I've never, never seen never Star seen Wars. Never seen Star Wars. There's no way. My sons. You grew up in the 80s. Are, you didn't grow up in the 80s. You worked in the 80s, but in the I didn't like care about it. Yeah. Like, uh, never. Never. My sons, Star Wars fanatics. You know what? Me, not so much. It, it's not Star Wars, but I'm surprised. There's the Fast and Furious movies. That's another one that's didn't got a do lot those of films. Either. Didn't do those either. No. No. I are, did. Uh, what the hell did I do? I forget. Analyze this, analyze Harry that. Harry Potter? No. No Harry No You're Harry just, I, just I managed to avoid it all. <laughs> just Rocky. <laughs> I had a freaking job and it ruined everything. But fortunately. Great job, buddy. Jersey Radio. This has been the Steve Travelli Show on Demand. Check out the latest from Steve on our free app or nj1015.com. New Jersey 101.